from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Question for you. Uh, Do you swear in front of your parents? Yes, and my mother gets very offended. Does she? Yeah. yeah. My, uh, yeah. She asked me, like, where I learned that kind of language from. Still? Yeah. At this age? Yeah. Um, who told you, who taught you to talk that way? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of language is this in my house? Cause I've always, I've always had very open language with, uh, with, with my parents. I've always, it's never really been a thing. Yeah. Just swearing is sort of like, it's an art for me. I, I quite enjoy swearing. We, in our house now, we swear a lot in front of our kid. Yeah. Right. But not in a way that's. Not on purpose. It's just part of our everyday language. Yeah. Right? And sometimes I have to, and I know that some people may be uh, uncomfortable with it outside of our home. Yeah. And I have to, I catch myself sometimes, like if we're at the mall or especially when we're at his, like his little baby gym. Yeah. Around other parents. Like if I say something, I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's tough. It may be uncomfortable for them. It's tough. Roxy was watching something the other day where she heard somebody say, holy shit, Taki mushrooms for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) And the look on her face at first was like, what? Because it was was on like a super kid station. Yeah, yeah. Right? She kind of like, like she was like thrown back. Uh, How did this get into my show? And she suddenly felt like responsibility for it. Like she was going to have to justify what she was watching. Um, But people don't. But I remember like... There was all sorts of words that were alternatives for profanity when we were growing up that were sort of borderline. I, I don't mean like generic, like flipping heck, right? <laughs> Fudge yeah. buckets, right? Yeah. Flipping heck. Nobody says that anymore. Nobody tells anybody to flip off anymore yeah. either. Um, here, let me give you some here. Yeah, fudge <laughs> nuggets. Fudge nuggets, Maury. I've never sworn in front of my dad. You've never sworn in front of your dad? I can't. And when Matthew does, I get angry at him. Really? Are you serious? Like, I can't. I cannot bring myself to do it. I'm the f- right. almost a forty-year-old man. I've never sworn in front of really? in front of Frank. I found a list of uh, profanity alternatives here that may help you out, Maury, or anybody oh. else who's never sworn in front of their uh, their parents. Will it be obvious what the alternative is to? Uh, no, these are just things that you should keep a file of in your head if you're ever in a position where you think maybe profanity might not be the most appropriate language. I.e., okay. Maury with his dad. Who are both grown men, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is weird. Grown uh, man. So, Maury, uh, the, the 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 exercise here is uh, with each of these, pretend like you have just stubbed your toe, and then shout these out appropriately. Okay. Okay. Number one uh, is uh, cheese and rice. <laughs> oh, cheese and rice. <laughs> cheese and I'm literally rice. Literally my foot. People say foot. that. Uh, of course, the classic sugar. Oh, sugar. Right. Uh, fudge nuggets. Fudge nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Uh, snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle. Uh, <laughs> instead of God damn it, God bless it. Oh, God bless it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know how this made it on the list, but it's very high on the list, which is Barbara Streisand. Oh, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I've used that one, by the way. Barbara Streisand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, six and two is eight. Oh, six and two is 
it's a two and a eight. You know what? Yeah. I, that's a lot to remember. That is a lot to remember. <laughs> in, a, in a time when you're yeah. in a, a frustrated state. Yeah. Like, you're going to need to print yeah. these out. And then there's there's Shucks, there's Darn, there's Dang, there's uh, Dag Nabbit, Dang Rabbit. Dag Nabbit? Dag Gummit, uh, Jumpin' Jiminy. What am I, 96? Uh, e Gad. <laughs> Uh, the classic son of a gun. Uh, Maury, try out uh, Jiminy Crickets. Oh, Jiminy Crickets! <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a Caesar's ghost. Oh, Caesar's ghost! I've never heard anyone say Caesar's ghost. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about what about Merlin's pants as a profanity uh, alternative? Ooh! Merlin's pants. <laughs> Am I going to do that one? Yeah. Oh, Merlin's pants! <laughs> These are all profanity alternatives. Written that, by who? That Ron are, Jeremy? No, this, there's a list. <laughs> there's a list. Not Ron Jeremy. Ron Burgundy. That's <laughs> I was what I want to say. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Equally as funny. Wow. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would. Uh, so there you go. But in no, our house, I, we've used Sarah Jessica Parker. Is that what you do when you stub no, your toe? You Not don't. when I stub my toe, but if I'm swearing at Matthew, I've in front of my dad, I've used Sarah Jessica Parker. In what context? If I, okay, the last time I used it was two weeks ago over at the house. I just was like, Sarah Jessica Parker, hand me that. You know, something like that. Dang, come Maury. We're going to take Rob's call real quick. Hey, man. So I, I wanted to know how do you guys, if you guys have such potty mouths at home, mm-hmm. yeah. how do you guys censor yourselves and like keep it clean on the radio i've never uh, it's the weirdest thing dude i've never even come close to slipping i honestly when i had kids i had to like stop swearing all together at the office because like i can't just turn it off when i go home yeah like mocha and i will be having a full conversation when we're not on the air and it will be like profanity laced yeah like it's, it sounds like david mamet wrote it for us <laughs> And then as soon as we go on the radio, we just, we never slip. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. There's times where, honestly, where I hear some people who, yeah. like, it's constant out of their mouth that I'm just like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only notice somebody's profanity when I when I realize that they're not good at it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yes. that, I think that when somebody's really good at profanity and where to use words and how to use words, uh, you almost yep. don't even notice it. But when somebody uses profanity because of a lack of Knowledge? ability to use words to ex- express how they feel, yep. uh, then that's when I really notice it. But when, when I speak yes. to somebody who is intelligent and has a point to be made and uh, articulate and what they say is just full of profanity, I don't actually even hear the profanity. Right. Is uh, it too late to start swearing in front of your parents? Um, geez, that's a great question. Is Have you like have you passed the point I, of where... I would say in your situation, damn it, Maury, for somebody who has never said a swear word in front of your father, I think at this point now, it would be weird. Oh, so I think it also depends on if you, like, have you heard your parents swear? Uh, oh, hell yeah. My dad whispers it when he needs to swear to me. Like in your ear? No, like he'll say it really low, like it's like oh. something <laughs> how, how savage would that be, though? If he went all the way up to Maury's ear just to whisper. <laughs> I think if you started swearing with the same level or the same way that your dad swears, yeah. I think she would accept it more than if you were just why? To just drop an F bomb in in a sentence. Okay. Why do you just like start whisper swearing into Frank's ear? Well, he says that as though it's something racist. Like if you're in front of the whole, like in, we're outside barbecue, he'll just whisper going, 
Because is that what he does when he says something racist? <laughs> no, I just mean like if you were going to racist with somebody that you would whisper <laughs> Did it. you just use racist what? as a verb? <laughs> if you're going to racist with Wait, somebody? <laughs> Let's just put this out there because I know yeah. a lot of the guys that Frank work with, works with listen to the show. Frank is not a racist, okay? No, I'm just saying like no. if you were going to, you would whisper you and mean he the, uses... The, Swearing as though it could be something that is horribly wrong. Right. Here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to set you up with a list of words, Maureen. I would like you to record this and, and go and sit in front of your father, Frank. And I would like you to just go through this list of words and look at him in the eye when you say them. Oh, no. <laughs> what are you trying to do to my family? Okay. <laughs> Will you do that? He's an older man. You might kill him. Will you do that? Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> Real quick, guys. I, I, the uh, alternative swear words, I've started using a lot of those. The worst that ever came out of my mouth, my niece was at my house, and I didn't know she was in the room with me, and I think I hit my thumb with a hammer, and I said, slippery nipples. Wow. <laughs> and wow. she was like, what? Uh, Maury, uh, get my note, because when you sit down with your father, you're going to start with slippery nipples. <laughs> and that one, and that one, you will whisper. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So the question was, do you swear in front of your parents? Damn it, Maury had said um, with his dad, Frank, they've had a great relationship their, their whole lives, but Maury has never used any swears in front of his dad. And yeah. Maury's almost 40 years old. <laughs> and you've never uh, even really heard, like your dad swears around you very minimal, right? Like, like a tie, he whispers if he does. <laughs> he whispers. That's so weird. And so... The challenge was to have Dammit Maury go and sit with his dad, Frank, knee to knee. And between them, they would have a fishbowl of the worst of the worst words in front of them. And they would have to spend the evening just pulling in and pulling out a word and reading it to each other while staring at each other in the eyes so they could see each other swear for the first time. And this is how things started. Okay. So why are, do we need to do this in the basement? This is a place where we could be quiet and alone. We have to be knee to knee. That mm. <laughs> We need to get these words off our chest, right? Uh, wow. Uh, awkward! <laughs> I assure you, it's awkward too, but let's just do this. Because you've never heard, don't you want to hear me swear? Uh, I never thought of it, but uh, I guess it's, I guess this moment had to come sooner or later one of these days. We're not going to live forever. <laughs> We're not going to live forever, so I kind of want to, you know, we should hear each other swear before we die. Uh, well. It's not your dying wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a cup of words. Oh, no. We're going to pick a word, and then we both have to say the word. Oh. Yeah, let's go for the deep end here, right? Yeah. Okay, you go first. You break the ice. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, now. Damn it, and his dad, Frank, sit in the basement, knee-to-knee, <laughs> <laughs> swearing. And by the way, if you don't swear in front of your parents, feel free to do this and send us a video of it, please. But, uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, you cut yourself. Okay, well, that's... Okay. Okay, that's a lead up. Okay. Oh, no. So I'll go next. And then you have to repeat after me. <laughs> Woman's things. You're just... Say the word. Uh... 
Female parts. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Uh, all right. So when you're really upset with somebody, you <laughs> might want to call them an. Okay. Okay. My turn. No. What is going through your mind right now? Like I'm being punished or something or another. <laughs> like, what did I do to deserve this? Okay, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> this is your dying wish. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Wait, no, it's your turn. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> Why are you whispering everyone like you do? You always whisper swear words. Well, because that's... Just what I gotta do as a as a parent. Say the word. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, I have to say it. Okay. My turn. Okay. Oh come on, this is enough. Just say the word. I said it. Good for you. Oh God. Oh. Okay, your turn. Oh God. Why? No, I think it's ought. I think it's ought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. Oh. No, don't say it. <laughs> no. Come on, really? Hey. Oh, what? <laughs> Here we go. Okay, well, <laughs> where do you go with that? You just say it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Your turn. All right, uh, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Here oh, we no. go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Say the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never do that in front of you again. <laughs> well, good, good, because I wanna. I wouldn't want to invite to hear that all over again, <laughs> or any other. Are you time. glad we got it off our chesters? I'm glad that we got it off of your chest, my chest, so a couple of chests. We got them off of our chests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Lisa has something to say. What's up? I just wanted to say that the uh, item you just played with uh, Mo uh, with Maury and his dad was hilarious. Yeah. Um, I didn't start swearing until after I was married, I think, before it was in front of my parents. Really? Yes. Why? Jeez. Just uh, out of fear of what they may think? Or was there a conversation yeah, my, that happened in the house where there was a rule that no one was to swear? No, because I can remember my mom swearing a little bit when we were kids. Uh, and my grandmother swore like a trooper. She was the first adult I ever heard use the F word. Wow. Um, but my dad was a teacher, so I think he just thought it was you, couldn't, you shouldn't swear in front of the kids. And that probably extended to being swearing at home. Yeah. But after, after you grow up, I think, you know... All hell broke loose. Yeah, it's really uh, it's really interesting the idea of swearing because I I don't remember when I didn't swear. Like I, it's just crazy. Like it's just always been a part of of my life, especially in front of my mom. Um, but it's uh, it's crazy when you meet people who still don't swear in front of their parents. And like Maury, like that was the first time Maury you had ever said any of those words. In front of your dad. And it only took two ciders to do it. Right. Oh, so you had to get a little drunk to do this. Oh, yeah. I was like, I've never been more nervous to do anything ever. 
You, ah. left, you left that part out of the story. <laughs> so you, you had to get a little. You sounded a little drunk. I was just like, yeah, we need a moment. I need yeah. to finish this cider before we go wow. down to the basement. Wait, did, did your stepmom or your brothers not ask like why you and your dad were secretly going into the basement <laughs> yeah, to hang out and, for a bit? And my dad was like, oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> also, also, can I tell you the best part? Uh, Maury had all those words that were written down on pieces of paper, and uh, when they finished it, Maury was Maury's dad was like, and you take those words and you take them out of this house. And they're, they're here with me now. <laughs> I think he set fire to them. Yeah, he made he made, he made oh, Morty leave the house no. with those words. Don't even put them in my recycling bin yeah. in this house. <laughs> take wanna. these, take these, take those words out of this house. It was so great. I just want to thank you, thank you every morning uh, for making my drive into the city awesome. No, the, um, I am in hysterics uh, almost every morning. There was a couple days last week where I actually had tears pouring down my face. Aww. I can't even remember what it was. But, uh, yeah, love the show. No. You make it worthwhile. Thank, thank you very you. much, Lisa. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I gotta say Roz. Okay, Sorry, bye, Lisa. Lisa. Thanks oh. for the call. You're, you're later. <laughs> All right, see ya. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, one of the great things about flying with Air Transat is that you can get some pretty amazing food on some of their flights simply because they've partnered with renowned Quebec chef Daniel Vizina. Yeah, when you're on a flight, you don't necessarily think that you're going to sit down to a four-course meal. But that's exactly what happens when you're up in club class with Air Transat. Plus, if you're flying economy, there's still some meals available. And we're talking gourmet wine. Starts with a cheese plate, and the food is fantastic. And, of course, a limited number of meals are available for purchase. You need to pre-order those at least 48 hours before your flight. Not a big deal. See all the tasty dishes and reserve your gourmet meal at airtransat.com. You know what is a big deal? Is what? when you're on a flight, one of the greatest feelings you'll ever have in life is when you're actually just sitting on an airplane and you take a napkin and put it on your lap <laughs> like you do in a restaurant. It's a real napkin, too. Right? And like it's a, a restaurant and, yeah, napkin. And it's, a, and it's a real napkin. That is one of the greatest feelings in life because it's just it's it's not supposed to be that way, but it is. And the food on Air Transat Club Class is phenomenal. There you go. Get the details uh, on the food and your fancy napkin mm. at airtransat.com. <laughs> All right. Let's take a phone call. Hi. Kiss 92.5 Razamoka. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. How are Good. you? Good. Good. I have a sandwich I would like Maury to try when he gets a chance. Okay. So hold on here. We have a long history of this show of Maury wanting to try uh, some of the most uh, bizarre food combinations that people have actually seen another human eat. And yes. so is this a conventional, is it a cultural thing, or is it just something weird that you made up? Uh, it's something my family made up, and it goes back to when my mom was a child. Okay. How old's your, how old's your mom? My mom is mid-50s. Mid-50s. Okay, cool. So what is that sandwich? So it's a bun. A bun? You put, <laughs> yeah, you put a bun and cheese whiz, yeah. liverwurst pate, yeah. and dill pickles sliced up in it. Wow. That sounds disgusting. Maury, come on in here. That's gross. That is your family's disgusting, lady. Okay. That's gross. <laughs> Have you ever had it? We all we eat it. All us girls oh. eat it. Like, and like so aunts, we all eat it. Describe the describe the process here. So when you take a bite of that, what hits the tongue first? Like how are the how does that all work out? Uh, I think the thing that shocks you the most is the liverwurst pate mixed with the dill pickle. And that's delicious. It, it is to me. Okay. See, I enjoy all those things separately. Right. I really like liver pate. Okay. Oh. Cheese whiz, ain't nothing wrong with cheese, cheese whiz. whiz. You, could, you could eat that with the spoon. And pickles you're okay with. Pickles, I, oh. I mean, yeah. I'm Jewish. And who, who doesn't love a bun? I know. I don't know. I Can I just say right now, yeah. I would highly advise against that. Here's the, I'm with you on this, Mocha. Now, and, and I'll tell you why. 
because I think that all those things on their own sort of are, they're fine. But I, when you start dealing with those color combinations, I worry what Cheese Whiz and Pate would look like when it starts to mix. Yeah. Yeah, it looks a little chunky. It looks, yeah, it, I don't know it, if those two things belong together. Maury, would you you want to try this? If if we advise against all challenges in life, there'd be right. no challenges. In right. Life. Okay. Well. Okay. So Maury's oh. going to go to the kitchen, see what we have, and um, if you can get a bun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing you want to know if the man can get. <laughs> Where am I going to get my biggest concern? Well, I know is liverwurst we, pate. Well, I know we already have cheese whiz and pickles here. Uh, so just uh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. So just we'll give us a couple minutes. Give us Let's, a couple minutes, and we'll we have to be go fine. Go to the store across the street yeah. or something. Okay. All right. What's your hey, name? Lisa. Lisa. Appreciate the call. Thank you for Wait, the I suggestion. Wait, one last question. Yeah. Well, 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 what well, is well. this called? Yeah. Does it have oh, a yeah. name? What's it called? No, we don't have a name for it. We just know that none of the men in the family bloodline eat it. Just the women. <laughs> oh, this is just the ladies eat this. <laughs> yeah. The men don't. Oh, I like that. be the first guy. Is there a chance that Maury may be the first man to ever eat this? Uh, he'd be the first one to like it if he does. All oh. the other men will take a bite and not. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then I should get to name it. Yeah. What's your ma's name? Uh, my mom's name is Debbie. Okay. That's what it's called. The Debbie. Yeah. Debbie. <laughs> 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 All right, Lisa. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Smells in here. <laughs> it sure does. It is a bun with cheese whiz, pate, and pickles. Can I just say that this liverwurst pate in its sack looks so gross? Oh, so you got you got the tubey pate. Oh, like no. it's in that sort of that sack oh, thing. Oh, and then yeah. so when you slice that open, it's all yeah. just going to come squishing out. <laughs> so she's like when they do surgery. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> um, yeah. So we will add this. Oh, uh, okay. It looks okay. like you're slicing the casing okay. of a sausage. And actually, open. yeah. Oh, yeah. God help me. Okay. What? What? So, and what I had said, my, my concern with this was, is that, you know, pate on its own, whatever people are sort of fine with it, pickles fine with it, a bun, no problem. Cheese was no problem. My concern is the aesthetics of it, because I'm worried that once you start mixing cheese whiz with pate, that visually it is going to look so vile that it may affect your, like psychologically, you may not be able to eat well, this. Well, psychologically, the pate reminds me of funeral food because it's what's on the platters. Oh, right. Ew. Okay. So this tastes like smells. It like tastes funeral. like a funeral. Don't eat anything. Maury, no, no, no. Cheese was first. Oh, cheese was first. Yes. What does yeah. the pate smell like? Funeral. Yeah. Funerals. Let me see. Can you smell. Yeah. Give that a smell, Mocha. Do you like pate? I don't even know if you ever had pate. You know what pate is right. If it's I had spreadable to, meat. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to take yeah. a guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not too, too much oh. though. Okay. Yeah. So Maury right now is going uh, cheese whiz on one side of the bun. Bottom. B- uh, bottom side of the bun. Okay. And then, wait, no, no. Do pate now on the top side. Pate on the top. Pate on the top. Oh, oh my God. It around. I can't Spread believe it this. Oh, it really smells like... Mm. Okay. Yeah, that pate is thick, huh? Oh. Okay, now fire some pickles right in the middle there. <laughs> okay. And I got the sandwich pickles, yeah, so they're no, already no, no, cut no, no, up. No, 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 good for you. See, here's my thing with pickle and why I don't think that pickles should automatically come on anything like a burger. If uh, if I go to a burger place and they automatically put pickles on it, I send it back. Because the pickle is so overpowering that even if you don't like pickles and you pull a pickle off, everything still tastes like pickle. Yeah. Uh, okay, Maury, so close it up. enough of everything? Are you satisfied? I'm satisfied if you're satisfied. Well, I just don't know if you think it needs more meat. No, 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 no. I think you're good. Okay, so close that oh. up right there. And it's in a Kaiser. Okay, it's in a Kaiser. So uh, down the hatch, this is the Debbie named after Lisa's mom. Go First ahead. off, the smell. Yeah. It's, it smells like cheesy meat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you shouldn't know what that smells like. <laughs> 
How is that? It starts off fabulous, yeah. but then the meat comes into effect and ruins the whole awesome flavor you're eating. Because the cheese and pickle, that's okay. Yeah. Then the meat introduces your, itself to you, yeah. and then you're like, we're done. Right. Hey, I'm meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know the problem is? It's not the meat and the cheese. It's yeah. the meat and the pickle juice. Really? That's where yeah? we have a problem. Meat with pickle juice. Again. Again. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, it's me. Right. Hi, <laughs> me, meat again. And then it's just like, do you know what wet meat tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me a circumstance, Maury. Maury give us right now that we would, we would know. Give, us, uh, give me a situation of where we would have had uh, either to uh, be forced to eat or uh, just choose to enjoy wet meat. <laughs> like like when, a meaty sandwich outside in the rain? Like... <laughs> I was really going to say when you're alone outside in the rain eating a sandwich. No, that doesn't happen often. So I have a question about the sandwich, the Do Debbie, again. which is uh, cheese whiz yeah. and pickles Ooh. and uh, liver pate. Yeah, liverwurst. Yeah, in yeah. Uh, inside of a, a, uh-huh. a bun. Yeah. Um, is there an aftertaste? Yes. What's the aftertaste? Meat. M- mocha. Oh, really? Would you like to try this mocha? Save a little. Give more. Give, let mocha bite the back end. Yeah, I, you can. You can do this. You can know. do this. Yes, you can. 100%. You usually dip in and try the stuff that Maury's trying. I know, trying. But, the, but this one, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think you can do this. I think you can do this. Just spit it out. Put it in the, spit it in the bag if you don't like it. Because your opinion, because sometimes Maury really you know, does quite enjoy anyway. like gross food. Okay, just take a bite of the... Turn it around and take a bite of the back end. Okay, so right off the bat, it really does just smell like pickles. Okay. That's all I smell right now. Okay, so take a big bite of the back end right there. Okay, Mocha's in there. Oh, that's a good hearty bite. Good for you. What a champion. Okay, so... Um... Yeah? Did the meat introduce itself? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) So at first I tasted... I told you. So at first I tasted the pickles and then the cheese was. Yeah. And by about the fourth bite, yeah, I think it's me. Yeah, and it's so bad. It's so bad. I can't. You can't do it. Oh no! Oh, the oh, see-through yeah. bag. <laughs> he just. <laughs> okay, so Dude. okay, okay. So this is why the men in Lisa's family cannot oh eat my this. God. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Today's high five day. Is it? Yeah, we have not celebrated one of these stupid made up internet holidays in a really, really long time. Are you good at high fiving? Uh, do you want to know the trick to a good high five? Stick out your hand. Mocha and I talked about this years ago. Mm. When you stick out your hand, like like oh, this, I mean, like you're like, paying me money? No, like hold it up and wait. Put your arm up and wait. <laughs> okay, let me see. Mocha, I, I just can't today. <laughs> um, will you high five? Go over and high five Mocha, please, Maury. Okay, don't hurt me. I want you to to just judge because Mocha gives a very good high five. Okay, okay nothing too nothing too aggressive. Why are you backing away? But just like, move in, move in, move in, move in. Okay, <laughs> Maury. And then, did you ever do the one? Where move you go it, high move five? it a little, move it a little closer to the microphone. Okay, do you ever do the high five? No, just do a regular high five. Just do Stop a regular modifying. high five. Stop okay, modifying. Okay, now this hand. Why are you? Yeah. I do so when when Maury high fives, he doesn't actually no. throw his arm to high five. No, he, he waits for the for the yes. fives. Yes, that's very weird. You do. Do you not know how? Well, I, this is how I've done it. Okay, okay. so I'm just because so I'm used to doing it with my right hand. Okay, fine. Okay. Wow. Okay, so the hands are up. Maury's very hesitant right now. Okay. I don't. Are you going? You. I'm doing exactly what, what you, you do. do. Oh, so yeah. we're both waiting. Because when I You're high right. five, yeah. I go I. I yeah. 
Maura, you're on this. You're Wait, very, you you're a you very passive high fiver. Are both yeah. our hands supposed to go together? I'm doing all the work. Okay, hang on. So we're supposed yeah, to don't be a lazy high fiver, Maury. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm done. Okay, hold on here. Let me teach you how no. to do the perfect high five for I anybody think I might who's listening right now. Be ready now. to go home. Okay, for anybody who's listening right now, Mocha, grab a seat, have a just chill for a minute. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Boy, he's making me so angry right now. I know a high five is supposed to be something. You can't get angry over a high five. It's that, a positive thing. No, 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 I'm no, surprised no. by how much you don't know how to do a high yeah. five. Okay, Maury. Here, first of all, Who okay. Would I high five. Has anybody ever high fived you for anything? Like I high five people sometimes here at work, but, no, but, but it's but sort of don't... ironic though because you haven't done anything to deserve a high five. You just high five. Well. Ouch. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> okay. okay. So here's but, the trick. But here's the thing. When you walk by people in the hallway, all you do is hold your arm up. You don't actually no. move it no. forward to high five. And you wait for the other person to walk by. Right. And their hand kind of just passes yeah. your okay. Yeah, I, like a walking by high five or sometimes a fist pump. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll tell you the rule. And uh, it was taught to me years ago. And it improves your high five exponentially. Which is the rule is this. When you high five somebody, if you put your arm up, and I put my arm up, right? The trick is this. Normally, when you're high-fiving, Maury, also close your fingers a little bit more. Why are your fingers all spread? That's super weird. <laughs> like, like, like he wants to secretly interlock hands. No, it's like, a, he, he's, it's like I'm like, ugh, it's like I'm getting him dressed and it's time to put on one of his gloves. Like he just put his arm up and, like, and, just, and just spread his fingers around, right? It's just so weird. Okay, don't bend your fingers back so much. It's like your hand looks like a little banana. <laughs> Okay, so the trick with a high five, as I promised, but have not got to it yet, is when you're high fiving somebody, don't look at the other person's hand for the perfect high five. The trick to the perfect high five is to look at the other person's elbow. That's how you nail the perfect high five. Really? Believe it or not, believe it or not, that's how you nail the perfect high five. So here, I'll put this here. Okay. Right? Okay. Now, Maury, when you high five, why you, his arm is shaking I know right? I know and it's white it's like all the blood has run out of it already I know, hurry you, up. Should be, you should be able to, you should be able to hold your arm up okay you pins and needles Maury pins and needles this is gonna hurt like hell okay so Maury so when you high five you actually have to move your arm forward okay yes. and not just your hand like move your whole arm forward okay, okay but I have to look at your elbow you hear, hear the sound yeah. right okay that's that's how a high five sounds. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop touching your hand right but now. But why should a five five hurt? What? Why should a high five hurt? Well, it shouldn't, Maury. Okay. God, you're okay. forty year old man. You know what I mean? Like, I know, real, learning, grow up. I like, learned about life through you. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go. Okay. I was okay. looking at your okay. house. Maury, no, Maury, but here's the thing. You're not actually, well, you, you just leaned your body. <laughs> Move your arm, for God's sake. Okay. We're running out of time. Okay, okay you ready? Yeah. Okay, no, you, you still, leaned your body you, again. Okay. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay, I'm, you know what, Maury's okay, we're gonna stop right now. This is this is how Maury high fives. Imagine one arm up, but it's the tin man and the arm is frozen in place and he has to move the arm forward. Maury high fives by bending at the waist. Yeah. Like his whole body <laughs> moves moves forward. Can I try your technique on Mocha quickly? Oh, no, no, no. You know why? He's too I, frustrated. I might dude. actually punch you. Okay, hold on here. Let's just right one more time, Maury. Okay, ready? ready? Yeah. Ready, go. Oh okay. my god. You were the oh worst. Oh my god, that You're was the, the worst. Maury and I just high thumbed. <laughs> 
our th- literally, we high thumbed. You know what? I'm sorry. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. Hey, you ever uh, redo a high five because it wasn't that good? Um, it depends on who you. Yes, I have many times redone a high five, but it's with somebody that I'm very comfortable with. Yeah, where uh, one yeah. of you will say, "Ah, we sucked at that. Let's try it again." Yeah. Did, did you know that that's a, like a pure Canadian thing? No other culture really does that. Does what? A high five <laughs> or redo a high five? To repeat a high five because the first one sucked. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've done this uh, just because I get tortured by stuff where I will just obsess about it all day. Like if I am walking through the halls and somebody looks at me and says, uh, hey, how's it going? And I say, yeah, you too. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm haunted by that all day long. So uh, it's just like when I go to like I'll go I'll be getting on an airplane right and like the 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 person who's at the ticket gate will be like have a great flight and I'll say you too and then the whole flight I'm like God why did I say that she's going home <laughs> after her shift right like she's just working it she's working a job uh, but I've been in situations before with people that I don't even know yeah where I've been introduced to them and I've shaken their hand and it was a lousy handshake yeah and once we let go I've said let's do that again. Oh, and really? I, yeah, and I've done a better handshake. You know, because the worst handshake is if somebody grabs you too soon. Yeah. They just grab the tips, yeah. right? And then they're shaking the tips, and then you have no choice but to turn your hand palm down and shake their hand like you're a princess. <laughs> you know? Like, it's as, it's, as if, it's as if instead of saying, hey, Roz, nice to meet you, they just kind of, like, go, m'lady. And then, you know, I get stuck in the m'lady handshake, and then I'll, and then I'll redo know. it. You don't know what it is to redo it or to curtsy. Yeah, right? Thank you. And because, yeah, you, because you never want to shake just the tip. No, no. And That's then they yeah, said. and then they do. They just sometimes grab the tip. And then <laughs> and then I'm I'm suddenly in the milady situation and I feel that that puts me in a very negative space leading off to any sort of uh, uh, <laughs> relationship that I may have with this person and I have fear that somebody will go away and go, "God, did you see that Ross guy? Like he's like super tall and everything else, but a really weak handshake." Like somebody describing me as having a weak handshake is like there are a million things you could say about me that is right close to the top for me wow of like the the thing that would drive me the most nuts if people started saying that i had a weak handshake and i don't know why i don't know why i've always prided because myself then, then your manhood is in, in yes because i do yes right? and i really do and i know that the you know masculinity and everything else but i really do associate uh manhood with the firmness of somebody's handshake when i meet them and i will tell you if i shake somebody's hand and they have a weak weak like limp handshake i judge them really I, I think less of them oh damn oh, yeah. immediately immediately i think less of them hey what's your name uh harman harman thanks so much for calling in today brother yeah have a good one guys you Bye. too man take care the rosin mocha show podcast i don't know why i'm going to suggest this because i never win um but do you guys want to play mouse charades <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the game everybody loves to play it's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. Okay, so mouth charades, by the way, is uh, just like charades, only you can only use your mouth. You can only make sounds. Uh, damn it, Maury has a big pot of words in front of him. I will be going against Mocha in this. Maury, now remember, please sit on your hands because you tend to do pantomime a lot, which becomes regular charades, and it gives it away, and then Mocha winds up winning. 
Do you um, want me to use my hands when it's for you? What? No. Well, if you feel that you need to. <laughs> Stop. You're such a jerk. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Okay. So uh, please, uh, Mocha, you can yeah. be first. Uh, how much time is on the clock? 20 seconds? Yeah. All right. So, Mocha word? Yeah. You're yeah. going to hear you're gonna hear a ding, and then you got okay. 20 seconds of silence, okay. and then you're going to hear the buzz to end it. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, Mocha, you're up first. Uh, so, uh, damn it, Maury, anytime, and the clock starts now. Oh, um, a, a baby uh, sucking on a bottle. Kissing your teeth. Sucking on a lollipop. Sucking on... It's sucking something? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what Ooh. the... <laughs> Um, oh, Wait, you're... Just listen. Let me listen to this for a sec. Keep going. Yeah, just keep just going for, for one second. Yeah, just for me. <laughs> mm. I don't know what that is, bro. I don't know what that is. What is it? A French kiss. Yeah. Ah. There was no tongue. <laughs> that was a French kiss. I had to make the tongue sound. French kissing is with your tongue. There's no. I saw no tongue. Yeah, but I need another tongue Why to am make I the upset? tongue sound. It wasn't even my word. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't French kissing, man. Yeah. Come on. You need two tongues, so I had yeah. to make the sound of two tongues. Okay. Now I'm up again. Uh, it's mouth charades. Please, Maury, don't uh, don't use any uh, hand gestures or motions. Okay. All right. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah, 20 seconds on the clock. And. Yeah. Oh. That is. Uh... Oh. It's, <laughs> is that, is that, some, is, that, that is. is that somebody's last breath? <laughs> a dying, a dying breath. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Like, that's a real cruel clue if that's what that is. Was it a dying man's last breath? Biting into an apple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next okay. word. Mocha, you're okay. up. 20 seconds on the clock. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Oh, um, punching somebody in the face? Water. A water slide. Waves. Uh, oh, the ocean, the ocean. A boat crashing... Uh, crashing water oh. against a boat? The wi- oh. Oh, oh, what's this? Oh, what is that? Geez. Belly flop. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Belly flop? Oh, wow. Man, you were real jiggly during that morning. Did yeah. a lot of bouncing up and down. I was trying to remember the last time I did it. Right. Normally I would have told you to, to stop moving around, but I was actually just captivated by it. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, I'm up now. Yeah. Uh, Mouse charades. Uh, 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. And go. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Uh, that sounds like a leak in a waterbed. <laughs> what is that part? What happened at that part? Why did that only happen at the end? It didn't make that sound at the beginning. Why only at the end? Rain. Rain? What was that last part? I just changed up the kind of rain. Do that last part again. What's so quiet? That's like rain on your window. That is not rain. You are, that's terrible. Yeah, you're, you're horrible. You're horrible at giving guesses, Mori. <laughs> Do we have time for one yeah, more? One more, literally one more. All right, Mocha, go. Mocha turn. Because there's no chance I can even win. Okay, 20 seconds on the clock and... What is that? 
Uh, eating. You're whipping a whip, oh. a bull whip. Is that water? Waves? Eating. Oh. Eating. Uh, okay. What was that? A can of beer opening. Oh. <laughs> what was the chewing part? Yeah. Drinking. That's how you sound drinking? Yeah. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that. That's what drinking sounds like? You'd be going nuts, man. You'd be going nuts. All right. I guess that's how you play mouth charades. Do you want one more? Nope. This is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see the story about a woman that went on a date with a, with a guy and uh, she didn't text him back? And so he sent her a bill for the date. Wait, didn't this happen once before? It's, I think it's happened before. Yeah. So listen, so this is down in uh, Indianapolis. Okay. And if you've had something like this or you've wanted to do something like this, feel free to give us a call. So they went out and had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. She had a, uh, a Moscow mule. God, he, he kept the receipt. <laughs> and a beer. Yeah. And then smoked hickory barbecue pulled pork tacos. Yeah. And then on the bill, he added a processing fee. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. And it was thirty eight fifty two is what he uh, is what he sent her a bill for because they went out. Yeah. He texted her afterwards. Yeah. And she didn't write him, and she didn't text him back because she wasn't into you. Yeah. So Amanda thought that uh, it was ridiculous, and she tweeted a picture of the invoice, which of course started going viral. And the next day, the guy texted her to follow up and said that he sent a collection agency for the money if she didn't pay. Oh, F off, dude. Why? 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 Why no, not? Why? That's stupid. Listen, man. Why? So what? She's not into you, bro. <laughs> like, let it go. It's less than $40. Who cares? I, I still, now you're just doing this to be a douche. I understand the, I understand the prince. I understand, I understand both sides of this. I really do. Going out on a date is a gamble, right? You're gambling. Of course it is. You're gambling. You're investing yeah, you, money, hoping you that you win. That. You know that. Yes, you 100%. know that going into the situation. 100%. I understand that. Going out on a date is a gamble, okay? You throw out a little bit of money, you see who comes back. Yeah. Right? Maybe she texts you back, whatever. I get. I get that. Women don't have the same gamble that men do when it comes to the monetary aspects of dating in general. Okay. I would say more often than not, it's this sort of situation on a first date. They go to a bar, have a couple glasses of wine and some tacos. The guy's going to pick up the tab because in that situation, most guys I know or most guys I have met on a first date, if you're hoping that the investment pays off in some sort of way, you don't want to ask to split the check. It's a, that's a hard thing to ask on a first date if yeah. you if you want to go splitsies. Sure, you know what I mean. I get that. When you were dating, did you date? Did you like? Did you go out on dates with people and oh, stuff? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of Would course. you always pick up the check? Yes. I imagine you're a pick up the check guy. Hundred percent. You're totally. a, yes. Of okay. Course. So when they don't text you back, which I don't know, did that ever happen? Probably not. No. Okay. Total stud. Um, <laughs> so. If that ever happened, would you write the invoice to somebody no. and ask because for that money? Because I know the risk going into the situation. There is, there is a risk. Now, what if what if you get the sense that the person you took out on a date really wasn't that into you from the get-go, but just sort of thought that maybe they could parlay this into some free tacos and a beer? You know what? I would still pay. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want the situation to be awkward. I right. wouldn't want the night to be awkward. Right. Maybe you have a couple of laughs. Maybe you have some all right conversation. And then yeah. that's it. End of the night. You pay the bill. And you you move on with your life. You don't text. You don't do anything. That's right. it. She's gone. He's gone. Finito. Yeah. Right? I, I guess. This guy's a man. I don't know. No, I see it both ways, so. though. Absolutely I, I not. Do. No. I sort of see I'm it with both her. ways. I'm on her side. No way. But why? Absolutely no, not. I don't know. No, listen. I if don't I don't know. like listen. you and I don't text you back, 
take the hint. No, Buster. I know, but can I just say gets, this is this is where it gets ugly for me. This okay. is where it gets ugly for me. She most likely made the decision. By the way, what this is is a girl went out on a date with a guy. She didn't text him back, and so he sent her a bill for their date for her portion of the date. This is where it gets ugly to me, and why I sort of agree with the dude. She most likely made the decision during the date. Sure. That she didn't want anything to do with this guy. But she didn't want to be rude and walk out. No, no, no. But she made the decision during the date that she wasn't going to text or call this guy back. Yes. And when the bill came, she didn't offer to pay half. Even still? No. No, even still? No. I'm with her. -uh. I'm on her side. No way. Absolutely. No way. If you make the decision during the date that you want nothing to do with this person. Okay. what What if this happened then? What if... During that time, she said, you know what? I'm not into this guy. I am still going to offer, right? Yeah. And she pays half. Yeah. And he texts her. She doesn't text him back. Yeah. Then it's fine. I don't know, man. Yeah. Totally fine. Totally fine. I don't know. I'm sort of with the dude on this one. No, absolutely not. Not that I would ever do it, but I get it. No, totally get it. Not. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Move on. Sure. Go find some next gal on (laughs) on Tinder. Before we take this call, Bernita tweeted at Kiss925, what about her cost? Hair, nails, clothes. Does she get the bill uh, and give it to him? Oh, snap. Bitch, please. Next. (laughs) You know what, Bernita? I agree. If this girl wanted to be petty, go send him a bill for everything that you had to do to get ready for the date. What do you want to say, Will? Listen, I have a coworker that went on a date with a girl that was so obnoxious. I don't support this, but he did this. He waited till three quarters of the meal that he had was done. Yeah. He got up and said he was going to the bathroom. He went, paid for his meal, and left her. He's <laughs> the one that drove her there. Oh no! Savagery, savagery. That's terrible, okay. man. Uh, That's uh, just like straight up wrong, wow. dude. Okay, first that of all, that is wrong. <laughs> I don't condone that behavior whatsoever. That is wrong. Oh, God. And not bring her home, but he's like, she was that bad. I'm like, who told her the news? What kind of animals do you work with, I don't know, man. (laughs) I sort of respect that, but I I just don't. I don't at the same time. No, I don't. Listen, I don't respect that. And the thing I like, I respect the guy, but I respect the the sort of process. Dating is a game, okay? Like, dating is a game. And when you can see a win, I've thought in the past when I was dating to, that there was a win there that I could take on a bad date. I never took the win. But oftentimes when you see an opportunity to take the win, whether you are a man or a woman, you take it. You know, this woman was on this date and saw an opportunity to take the win, which was she didn't have one, nothing to do with this guy, but she could have a couple tacos and a couple beer and never talk to him again. She took the win. Yeah. Okay. Bucks. Like, yeah. It doesn't cares? matter. Yeah. I don't okay. know. What's your name on the phone? more. Women, women are winning more. That's why a lot of women are out here for free meals. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, do you condone that behavior? That statement yeah. there, Roz? They used to, uh, you know what? They used to call me Soup Kitchen because so many women would get a free meal off me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're not winning in life. Yo, thanks for the call. All right. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz Mocha. What's up? Who's this? Uh, my name's Anissa, and I just wanted to weigh in um, on my experience once with a date. Yeah. Where... I genuinely forgot my wallet. As a woman, I changed my purses, forgot to put my wallet in my purse. Fair enough. So I told him on the way there, oh my God, I forgot my wallet. And he's like, don't worry about it. It's not a problem. I was like, no, like I feel so shitty. I can't believe I forgot it. We went out, had two drinks, split some wings, had a great time, attracted to him, um, personality, attractiveness, everything was fine. 
So the next day, to be polite, I email, I texted him and said, hey, what's your email address so I can e-transfer you for half the date? He actually sent me his email address. To oh send wow! Him really? Money for the date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so and so, what you got? You were like, no, I was just doing that to be polite. And it should actually I sent him the money. I sent it. I was I was shocked yeah, because but did you, I can't believe. Sorry. Did you go out with him again? He actually followed up with me afterward, but I was turned off after that point. Right. Okay. Oh, so no. so it is it is a turn off to be asked to pay for half a date even in 2018. Absolutely. If. If it's the first date, especially, and you asked me out, right. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, fair So enough. that was shocking. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm the one that offered, but the fact yeah. that you actually sent me your email address after the fact, and then you still followed <laughs> up with me a few months later, uh, several times to go out again. Yeah. But I wonder if he was, like, almost intimidated at that point, where he was like, if I say, don't worry about it, I got it, I don't want her to turn around and be like, oh, what? You don't think that a woman like me could pay for my yeah, own meal? Yeah, it's tough, right? It's Maybe, tough. Like, I don't know if he was like scared or something. Yeah, like at that at that point, you've already wrote, written him and saying, you know, hey, what's your email address? Like, I wouldn't know what the hell to do at that yeah. point. Yeah, like maybe he's thinking, like, worry? listen, it's 2018. Fair yeah. is fair. Yeah, like, are right? you gonna like? You don't know. Like, are you gonna respect him more for doing? You don't know. You don't know. It's such a mystery. This world and men just dealing with women on this level and women dealing with men. It's like it's there's. Land. You don't want to say everywhere. Even if he had said it's okay, get the next one, that would have been better. It would have been but better. If like, you were so nervous. Yeah. So how much did you send him? I think it was honestly less than 30 bucks or about 30 <laughs> oh, bucks. Oh, no. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, and it ruined everything. It did. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Interesting, man. <laughs> Anissa, thanks so much for calling in today. Thanks for taking the call. Right. Bye. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. How many people you kissed? What? How many people have you kissed? In life? Yeah, because I'll tell you, God, they say that know, they've, they've figured out roughly. Not romantic. Are we talking romantically or just like in general? Well. Cheek kiss, lip kiss? No, like people you've been into that you've kissed. Before you find the one. So let's say Jenna is the one for well, you. She is, yes. Yes. Let's not say. Let's let's say. Let's confirm. That's what I wanted to say. Let's confirm Jenna's the one for you. So Five. before Jenna. How many? How many? Five? five? Yeah, five. Your whole life? No, six. Am I including the girl that I kissed in? uh, No, seven. It would be seven. Seven. Yeah, junior kindergarten. Grade. Yeah, kindergarten. Junior kindergarten. Wow. Was my very first kiss with this Polish girl. They say that uh, the average woman will kiss twenty-two people before they find the one. The average average. man. The average man will kiss twenty-five women below. Before they they find the one. What's your number at? You know, (laughs) like in the hundreds. I couldn't even begin to tell you. In the hundreds, probably. One, two, three, four, five. And we can include a random makeout at a club in this. Six. Somebody that you really yeah, didn't like have that seven? much interest in, but maybe they just happened to be there, and you were both just on the same page at the time. Yeah, like we can include seven? we can include that. All right, so maybe seven. Still, yeah. Wow, it's yeah. a little number. Very. Wow, I, I applaud you on that, Listen, man. I'll be throwing around my kisses okay. just like that. Okay? okay, yeah, you're very protective of your kisses. Of course. That's, of course. Wow. See, I was very, I was very cavalier with my kisses. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're like Oprah. You get a kiss. Yeah. You get a kiss. Oh, you yeah. get a kiss. Yeah. I have no problem, Maury. You're. Uh, I is say that accurate? I, well, I, I, I say one. One. Like I say, there was one more. Right. Other person. That's what I say. But what's the truth? But what's the truth? The truth is several. But what is several? Like did um, they say that the average man. Two. 
uh, will kiss 25 people before they find, quote unquote, their one. Uh, so let's I, assume Matthew is the one, and then yeah. let's go back from I there. I say seven. Seven. Wow, you and Mocha at seven. Well, it wasn't the same person. Hold on a second. Wait a are you one of his seven? <laughs> and are you one of his seven? <laughs> we don't kiss and tell. Because <laughs> that would be an incredible way to find this out right now. <laughs> if you change your six to a seven because you just remembered, and if you change your six like, to a seven uh, because you just remembered. Mocha? Well, yeah, hold on. That one night? Um, you kissed me at your wedding. That not doesn't romantically. Count, I kissed Roz at my wedding. Yeah, yeah. That's not. Uh, that doesn't count. Yeah. So they say the 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 <laughs> the number for women twenty two people before they find the one. The number for men they say twenty five people before they find the one. Mocha's number seven. Maury's number seven. I. I'm counting the wedding kiss. I don't know. <laughs> connect the dots, connect y'all. The do- <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. One of the big stories around the royal wedding is Meghan Markle's uh, extended family and how many of them are not invited to the wedding mm-hmm. and how many of them are super pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Dooley is, I guess, a cousin or a nephew, something like that. Of uh, Meghan Markle. We'll get him to explain this. And he also runs a very successful weed business. <laughs> and, uh, yes. and in honor of his uh, now world famous superstar uh, aunt or cousin or whatever Meghan is, uh, he's decided to, to name a strain of marijuana after her. Yo, Tyler, what's up, man? Welcome to the Razamoka Show. Hey, good morning, Razamoka. How you guys doing? Doing great. How's the weed business, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's... Uh... Yeah, we're killing it. Yeah, thriving out there, huh? Uh, so what is your relationship uh, in the family with Meghan Markle? So Meghan's actually my aunt. She's your aunt? Yeah, she's my aunt. In, in what way? Explain the explain how she winds up your aunt. Who, is, who was married to whom, and, and right. how does that work? Yeah, so my dad is her sister, and her dad is my grandpa. So essentially, I mean, and we were all raised in the same house together, and um, there's so much background story we can't even get into it today. Okay, so did you know Megan growing up? Do you still know Megan? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean we talked we talked just recently, just a few years ago, and um, you know obviously what's going on with some members of my family, as you could probably see in the media. I don't blame her for kind of being distant and private, and really she just wants some uh, she wants privacy now. Right. Do you have access to uh, to get in touch with her right now if you wanted to? Like, can you like hit her up and, and just like send her a quick text message? Just be like, hey, congrats on the upcoming wedding. You know, it's a, it's about a month away. No, I mean, I, I could talk to her through my grandpa, and that's kind of how I have been speaking to her through that channel. Oh, okay. Um, I think everything has to go through the palace, and uh, that's my experience so far. And not invited to the wedding, right? No. So, yeah, and I, <laughs> I really don't blame that at all. That would be a total fiasco. Um, I, I totally agree with her decision just to have, you know, my grandfather and her mom there to accompany her. Um, a- anybody else, I think, would be, be a lot of drama. There seems to be a lot of family that was left off the invite list. Yeah, have you talked to any? Because there's some people in your family that are pissed. Have you talked to anyone, oh my Tyler? God. Like any <laughs> other aunts, uncles, cousins, whoever, that uh, that have not been invited? Yes, that's a good question. So I talked to my aunt, Samantha, which I'm sure you guys have seen. Um, I talk to her on a, on a regular basis, probably every other day, and I, I speak to my grandpa quite frequently. I don't. I mean, some people are mad. I just I can't understand why. I mean, it's going to be a very private event, and just to avoid, you know, again, it goes back to the drama, and it goes back to uh, you know the BS that's been happening. 
So at what point did you decide to honor Meghan Markle with her own strain of marijuana called, what's it called again? (laughs) You know how they came up with that Markle Sparkle. Markle's (laughs) Sparkle. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest, were you high when you came up with that name? (laughs) You know, that's just crazy. I have no idea how that that came about. And uh, I'll I'll be honest with you, you can't, you know, you can't trademark a name if it's not federally legal, right? Right. so there's just no way. Now I'm sure it's not everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. What makes Markle Sparkle so great? Markle Sparkle is just you know it's, there's plenty of things about Markle Sparkle that was great. Does it like what yeah. kind of what kind of like, bu- what kind of buzz is it? The, like does the, does the, the buzz last longer? Do you does recover it, from it quicker? No. Does it does it does it make you feel like a prince <laughs> or a princess? Prince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. Really. There's no straight Markle Sparkle. Um, everything these days, honestly, it's just. You just do crossbreeding, and uh, you know eventually, I guarantee it. There's going to be there's going to be a strain called Merkel Sparkle now after all this. Uh, what about um, uh, the Queen's Corgi? Is that another uh, line of marijuana that you would consider doing? <laughs> the Queen's. Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. And uh, are you a successful uh, weed seller? I guess is this working out for you? Yeah, I've been, like I said, I've been in, in the industry since I was 18. It's been very good. It's a it's a multi million dollar business. And the the actual market, you know, it's a multi billion dollar market. Yeah. And we're just at the tip of the iceberg right now. So killer, man. So are you gonna are you, uh, are you gonna watch the wedding in a couple of weeks on TV like everybody else? So we're actually we're actually going over there. Uh, oh. Oh wow, nice. To London. Yeah, and we're gonna be my family and I. We're gonna be correspondents. Um, at least my mom and my brother. So that should be pretty fun. You're not All like right. you're not going over there to protest. No. Oh, okay. Not. Just okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How dare that prince marry my aunt? <laughs> all right, dude. So it's yeah, uh, it's, it's it's Markle Sparkle, and uh, uh, we wish you all the best with this. It's a fantastic name. Hope it's very successful for you. Tyler Dooley, thanks very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Yeah, hey, thank you guys. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You ever dated somebody older? Never. Never. You? Yeah, most of my life I did. Oh, didn't you tell a story once when you were in like eighth grade or seventh oh, grade? Oh, yeah, I had you dated a, somebody uh, in university. Oh, jeez, I no, a, she wasn't in university. I she was a, in high school. Right? I, I, I led a life of lies when I was younger and always lied about how old I was because I could. I was just Cause much tall. bigger and yeah, I was just yeah, I was just tall. So no, I was older. I, yeah, I was in grade eight, and uh, I think that she was nineteen, turning twenty. Grade eight? What are you? Twelve? Yeah. yeah, around there. But I lied. <gasps> My whole family was in on the lie. She'd come over to the house and my brother would pretend that I was his older brother (laughs) and that he was my younger brother. Like, no joke. My whole family was in on the lie. They were okay with it? They were were more than okay with it, Maury. They were very supportive of it. Oh, my God. They were terrified that I was going to run away with her. (laughs) So they had no choice but to be supportive. Uh, But, yeah, no, I've... uh, I've always been fascinated with the sort of age gap and because there's a, there's an age gap that people are okay with. Right. Yeah. Um, as, and then there's age gaps that people have a hard time with and people have a hard time when the age gap skews young. So somebody is like, you know, 17, 18, 19 kind of thing. Yeah. And then that person is the other person is like 12, close to 30 or 30 whatever. or whatever it is. Sure. Let me play you this. This is a, uh, 19-year-old named Gary Hadwick and his new wife named Almeida, who is Almeida, who is 72 years old. 19, 
1972. They met at Chuck E. Cheese. What? (laughs) Excuse me? What? We met at Chuck E. Cheese pizza. There was a birthday party there. I looked into his eyes and I just fell in love with those brown eyes. (laughs) I love his hair. I just looked at him and knew that he was the one I wanted to spend my life with. The first thing that attracted me to Almeida was her beautiful, gorgeous blue eyes, her personality, always full of laughter, and we just connected so well. And everything was just, chemistry was great. We had the same interests, you know, interested in music. Everything about her just captures my heart (laughs) since day one. The first time we made love was on our wedding night. It was an amazing experience. And there was just such a deep connection there. Very, very deep connection between both of us. So again, that is 19-year-old Gary. Oh, this gets so much better. That is sound when she was talking just now. She sounded like she didn't have her teeth in. Yeah, okay. That was 19-year-old Gary and 72-year-old Almeida. Now, they are married currently, but they met two years ago. So they met when she was 17 and he was, well, sorry, when he he was was 17 17 and she was 70. Now, they met at Chuck E. Cheese. We know that. But what was left out of that story was when they met, Gary was on the rebound from a relationship that he was in previously with another woman that didn't end well. That woman was 77. What is it? Gary, what you doing? So Gary was about 16, 17, dating a 77-year-old. How is that even possible? Now, like, mo- I don't even know how you meet. I guess yeah. like if you volunteer at a home or something, maybe you have the option. Where does a 17-year-old like meet? A, a friend's grandmother or something A friend's like grandma. That, right? Like they said, it was a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese where they met. So presumably, she was like the great-grandma that was there. And then in rolls 19-year-old Gary. I don't know why he would be hanging at Chuck E. Cheese. But anyway, so in rolls Gary, and then they met at Love is First Sight. Now, they don't say there's a lot of people in their family that are unsupportive. Most people are indifferent. But those that are unsupportive, supportive what they said was it was actually her grandkids that were unsupported seeing as how she has one grandson who is actually older than gary who is now his step-grandfather so again almeida has a grandson who is older than his new step-grandfather which is 19 year old gary that ain't right with a 53-year age gap. That ain't right. That ain't right? No, that ain't right. <laughs> That's weird, man. What you doing, Gary? This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Blood. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> yeah. You know that video on YouTube? Blood. No, I don't know that video you on YouTube. Remember? No. The little kid? No. You kept saying. <laughs> Blood. No, you watch a different YouTube than I do. You, I swear to God, you have different YouTube. <laughs> I think, like, the kid was saying... Oh, I have man. never once just come across a video from World Star Hip Hop on, uh, <laughs> no, on, my, on my internet. No, 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 this isn't... <laughs> like, never once. This is not from World Star. Hold on. Daddy! Because the kid... Okay. Is referencing trying to bring attention to the fact that his little either brother or sister, I think little brother, yeah. was bleeding oh. on the mouth or something. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. It's blood. Okay. okay. Daddy. What, baby? Blood. What? Blood. That. What? Baby good. Baby's got what? Blood. 
What does he have? Blood. Where? Blood. <laughs> blood. 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 Oh, it's, it's he's like, it's not funny. funny. <laughs> he's so worried. Blood. Blood. Oh. Funny. It's not funny, Dad. Funny. I know, it's so funny. Yeah, it's not funny, not funny. Blood. Okay, have we figured out why the baby was bleeding, though? That kid wasn't really bleeding. Oh. Oh, okay. I think, I think the brother, the older brother, thought he was bleeding. Oh. Because normally. It's not funny! Because <laughs> normally it would be the older brother who probably socked the younger brother in the mouth. Yeah. And then by went, accident. And then went, uh, the kid's bleeding. I don't, you might want to take no care of that. that I have happened. no idea how that happened yeah. at all. I remember once I made my sister Laura's nose bleed because uh, I body slammed her on the couch. Yeah. And her knee hit her nose. And oh. my parents were home. And her nose started bleeding. Yeah. And then you, and then you ran, blame her. What'd you and do? Then, no, and then I ran upstairs and like just started shoving tissue up her nose yeah. to stop the bleeding. And how old was she? Oh, man. Like we. I don't know. Like, I don't know, six? Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's little. And then I remember I heard the, the keys in the door. And I was like, oh, shoot, I am dead. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Laura, anything you want, what, like, if you, whatever you want, just don't say anything. <laughs> the negotiation Have my back started. It. Like, you want candy? I'll give you all the candy that you want. Every bit of candy that's in this house. Yeah. You want money? I'll give you money. Don't yeah. say anything to mom and dad. Yeah. And she never ratted me out. She never ratted she you never out? She never ratted me out. Wow. Yeah. Loyalty, right? Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. Loyalty. But as soon as I body slammed her and I yeah. looked up, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Blood! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. I was going through my kid's spelling test with her the other day, and there's some hard words on that thing, man. Like what? Like a, you remember like, anything? Yeah, she's in grade two. She has to spell astrology and universe. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah thank you. Sorry, astronomy, not astrology. Not that kind of school. Uh, yeah, she had to spell uh, astronomy. In grade two. In grade two. Astronomy, universe. No, you're not supposed and, to get those words until like grade uh, 10. No more. You're not allowed to write anything down. Off the top of the dome, son. I made effort and brought a pen in. No, 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 no. And I don't actually have the full list of words in front of me here. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah but, uh, but yeah, universe was one of her words. Go ahead, Maury. U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E. Correct. Wow. Um, yeah, you should feel very proud of yourself, Mark. It's a, it's a great, <laughs> great, two. Okay, great, great two. two word. Yeah. Congrats. Mark's posture just like fixed, like yeah. his shoulders went back. <laughs> Today never, I'm gonna I, have a great yeah, day. I've never, Bring it on. I, I've never, more I've, words. I've, I've never seen you. I've never seen you more uh, um, astute. Uh, 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 what was the other word that she had? Um, astronomy. Oh crap! Like pastrami. Like pastrami. Yep. Pastrami. But only in space. <laughs> <laughs> a astron a s t s r o n g strong a m strong m me m e yeah, I think you just m e <laughs> no do you think the word strong is in astronomy 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 nope. <laughs> Not pa- <laughs> not pastrami. P a s 
est. When you're struggling with a word, okay, or you're struggling with how to spell a word, you can't just start combining letters hoping yeah. that one of them fits. P est. P A S T R A N G. Strong. A M E. Pastronomy. 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 What's pastronomy the study of? So I'll use it like, in a sentence. Like cured meats, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Pastronomy? It has to be. But you're like really into them. Pastrominist. Okay, Maury. Astronomy one more time, please. Astronomy. A. Astron A N and Strong and Astronomy A S T R O N G A M E No 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 A S T O No A N A S T Where am I Okay A S T Yes A No Asta 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 Wrong of me A S T R A O no Astromy S Come on man A S T Mori listen to me for one second Astronomy Astronomy I meant the Romany Mori your word is astronomy A S T R A No 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 What makes what else makes an ah sound Astronomy <laughs> South Dakota? Try it one more time. One more time. Okay. I'm so frustrated. A S T R. Oh, I'm N E E. A S T R. Oh, I'm N E E. Oh, I'm N E E. Okay, go ahead. Okay. A S T R. Yes. Okay. Oh? I said that. No, you didn't. N? Mm-hmm. Strawn. O? O. N-G. No, M-Y. Exactly, Y. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. This is Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, you? Good. I just want to say you're probably going to hang up on me because you're not going to want to hear this. But oh, no. there's, I've got three, three boys, mm-hmm. and you guys are three guys. And when you ask the question, who is your favorite, and I get asked all the time, who's my favorite child, I can't say. On any given day, one of them might be in, you know, better, might be my favorite son, but you can't ask someone who's your favorite. It's just not fair. What is your name? My name is Dana. Okay, so Dana, for today, for today, on the Roz and Mocha show, between Roz and Mocha, for today, who's your favorite? You said it it changes from day to day. Are you going to ask me who's my favorite son? No, because... I could. I can't... I would never. I can't really say, because you each bring something different to the show. Okay, can you just pause for a second and go back to the beginning of this when you said, it's like when somebody asks you who your favorite son is, and you said it changes from day to day. You're the one that said that. Okay, so you want to know who today... Yes, so today, who is your favorite, Roz or Mocha? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's not fair. You guys are both both 
awesome. So I don't know. I listen Can I to just point out the fact, Dana, you're the one that called us <laughs> to talk about this? All right. <laughs> No, 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 no. We don't always play that. That is a, a guy by the name of Frank that every single time he calls in without he being says, prompted, he always he tells he, us how much he hates Maury. And I, and I say I love Maury. Okay, so yeah. Dana. We all, listen, we all love Maury, but you have to understand that Maury, Maury is the one that puts calls through to us. I know. He puts okay. it through on purpose because he knew when I said I can't choose my favorite from the three of you. Right. He always he always puts it through. Okay, because he so wants, Dana, I know. today, yeah. between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Okay. I'm gonna say maybe Roz. I don't know. I don't know. Why are you maybe so? Roz. Why are people so hesitant to say my name? I'm not. And everyone from, from lately, it seems like everyone likes Mocha better, Roz. Yeah, so you yeah, better. Yeah. You better get your game on. Oh, I don't I've been, know. I've been. I've been trying, man. I've been trying. I. I. I know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You have three boys at home. Yeah, I do. And a husband. Yes. God, what does your house smell like? Yeah, does your house oh, reek all the time? No, they're actually very, they're actually very clean, very shower, very clean. But they don't they're like, older, they're, they're don't, older, but they don't just like sit around throwing their farts at each other. <laughs> Fart bombs. Fart bombs. No, 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 not really. No, no, they're okay. They're, they're listen. They're they're teenagers, but they're okay. Oh, okay, so, cool. You're lucky then. You made it. You made it through yeah. those years, huh? I made it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, <laughs> Dana. Thank you so much for calling in. Have thank a wonderful you. day. Thank you too. Take care. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. There's a guy by the name of David Mack who works for BuzzFeed, and he tweeted yesterday a story of how he was like this big loser in high school. Right. And he gave a couple of examples before asking people who follow him to also give their stories of being a quote-unquote loser in high school. Right. So, for example, David from BuzzFeed said this. How big a loser was I in high school? I didn't get chosen to be on the school newspaper committee, but I just turned up every week anyway, and eventually, after several months, the teacher felt sorry for me and put me on staff. Followed up with, in year seven, the science teacher fed a live mouse to his pet snake. The other boys thought it was very cool, but I burst into tears and ran away because my pet mouse had died recently. Year seven? Yeah. Of high school? It just says in year seven. Oh, maybe like seventh grade. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he also says, uh, I also cried in year seven English and ran away because everyone laughed at me when I gave a speech on Harry Potter and opened with something like, Get ready to blast off on your broomsticks. <laughs> Someone once pulled my chair out as I sat down and oh, had to go to the hospital. Man. And then he asked his followers for their stories on being a quote-unquote loser in high school. One woman tweeted and said, My own mother sent me a rose on Valentine's Day because she thought I'd be the only kid without one. Oh. Another guy tweeted, While in military school... I was doing a crossword at my desk and got up to use the restroom. When I returned, somebody had written penis in all the boxes. <laughs> no. A week before our final exams, a teacher came into the sports hall and caught seven of us recreating the royal wedding using a bedsheet as Kate's <laughs> gown. We were all 18, and I went to an all-boys Catholic school. <laughs> and two more. In an attempt to pass a straight, I tried to kiss a girl that I liked, but overplayed my enthusiasm. She told everyone I kissed like a vacuum cleaner mm -hmm. for the next 18 months. 
the classroom was decorated with cartoons and pages from various catalogs of vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Um, this, this one's actually pretty mean, but I'm going to read it anyway yeah, because it's in the thread. Sure. This guy who works for BuzzFeed tweeted out his story of uh, how big of a loser he was in high school and asked his followers to also give their stories. And this girl tweeted a reply. I thought I had a homecoming date in sophomore year until I found out the boy was in a competition to bring the ugliest girl to the dance. People do that in real life? Isn't that straight up mean? That's like a movie plot. That is straight up mean. Damn, Moore's sitting here bouncing on this chair like he's got something to say. Uh, I have many examples of how I was a loser in high school. But wasn't that, was it not Pretty in Pink? Was that the, the plot of Pretty in Pink or one of those stupid movies? Wasn't that the plot? Or like the, the, they got to bring the, the, the ugly girl to the dance? Wasn't that The Duff too? Maybe The wasn't Duff. The Duff? Yeah. Duff. I love that movie. The Duff yeah. is great. The Duff, the Duff is Robbie great. Amell? Yeah. So you, f- I think I, I, before we get to more, I, I think that there are moments where everybody has felt like a loser, whether you were made to feel it deliberately or Not if you, it though. was, yeah, no, but I, I, I got, I was, it wasn't so much people mistreating me as it was just such incredible, like just self doubt and confidence issues, Yeah, which is what I had. Like yeah. I was, I was desperately terrified of any sort of conflict and I was horribly uh just like just inflicted with this debilitating um fear of failure in all aspects but not not in it just in life like not in studies like i was far from a straight a student yeah but i was just so i I had so much self-doubt i i so much so high school for you. I used to have lunch with the caretakers. That's right. You used to eat lunch with the janitor because nobody would eat lunch with you. And I would just go to the, <laughs> and I would go to the uh, the computer club just so I could sort of hang out and play computer games and whatnot. Right. Um, and I remember when I went to um, overnight camp, um, my legal guardian Susie asked all of the girls to send me kissograms just so that I wouldn't have none. Oh, did they, they, did they send them to you though? Yeah. And I kept, I still have them. Yeah. But, all of them? Yeah. I still but, have all the kissograms what, from back then. But at what point did you find out that your legal guardian, Susie asked people to send you kissograms? The next day on the bus when somebody told me. They told you. And how did yeah, that make you Dina feel? Dina told me. And Did well, you care or no? I was too young to understand. I was like, hey, that's cool. I got a kissogram from you. Right. <laughs> right. I still have those kissograms. Did you? Oh, man. <laughs> no. Did you feel like a loser, Mocha? I'm sure I did. I'm trying to think of like specifics, but I can't think of any right now. Like, oh, sh- so you didn't have any sort of like moment where that you that you were still like as an f- adult oh, recovering from? Oh add, God, no, no. Can I add in one more? Yeah. Sure. My dad invited. Oh, sure. It's like a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay I, hold on. Let me okay. turn the music down. Hold yeah. on. I can't. I almost yeah. forgot this one. Well, At my bar mitzvah, my dad yeah. filled the uh, the friends table with people I wasn't friends with because he thought I was friends with them. Excuse me. Say what? again. My dad invited people from my school. To fill the friend Maury's friends table yeah. with people that I didn't even know that he thought I was friends so with. So at your bar mitzvah. The, there was jocks and the, stuff but, like that. But, and, so, okay, so at your, but they showed up. But at your bar mitzvah at Maury's friend table, <laughs> it was full of kids from school that you didn't know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the most awkward photo was when I had to pose for a picture with, with all your table. friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you still have that photo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like ha-ha laughing or I'm like really sad laughing right now? No, it's now. ha-ha laughing now. <laughs> yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Stupid uh, Twitter trending hashtags is actually super difficult to wrap my head around. Oh, so if you look on Twitter, hashtag filmstruck4 is, tr- is trending. At least what? it is on mine. Hashtag filmstruck4. Let me explain this to you. Uh, in an effort to, quote, celebrate the personal nature of cinema, the streaming service Filmstruck, which caters to cinephiles, asked users, celebs, and filmmakers, and I will ask this question to you, Mocha. Okay. To name the four films that had personal impact on your life. So basically, what they're asking is... Of all time? Name, no, name the four films that define you. Oh... My God, are you serious? Yeah, name the four films that define you. I'll give you some examples here. So I can name them right now. So Ryan Johnson, uh, director of The Last Star Wars, uh, he said Brazil, Eight and a Half, Ghostbusters, and Raging Bull. Uh, Jonah Hill said The King of Comedy, The Master, This is England, and some movie called Ratcatcher. People tend, I think, to get too heady with these things. Uh, Jim Cummings said uh, Some Like It Hot, Children of Men, which is amazing, uh, The Burbs. The Burbs. I love that Tom Hanks movie. That was a fantastic movie. Uh, Somebody else had said, this is a decent list. Uh, Star Wars, Reservoir Dogs, The Searchers, which I don't know what it is, and The Graduate. Now, can I, hold on. It seems like they're naming their favorite movies, because how does Reservoir Dogs actually define somebody? Well, no, because Reservoir Dogs can define you, because what a movie does, like Reservoir Dogs, is Reservoir Dogs turn people onto a different sort of way of enjoying a movie like that for, for a lot of people was the first time they'd ever seen anything like defining that. defining you is that not your personality? Like if you, if I watch the no, movie, it, I'll it, understand you? Or no, I would say more define your tastes. Mm-hmm. Oh. What shaped your tastes. Oh, see. Which movies the, had the impact on you that made you either one, love film, right? Reservoir Dogs turned a lot of people into film lovers. Because that's yeah, one that's of my fact. favorite movies, yeah. Uh, and also sort of molded your tastes moving forward and you still gravitate towards those. And also the movies, I would say that you hold up all other movies too. If you like Star Wars, if Star Wars is one of those defining things, you can't help but watch Guardians of the Galaxy and in some way compare it to how Star Wars made you feel, right? So it's so it's those sort of defining moments in your life when it comes to film. See, the four hate. films that define you. These are my Four. You got your four already. I got my four. Yeah. As soon as you said it, they just popped it in my mind. Yeah. This is how I know that they are my top four. Yeah. So Star Wars. Yeah. Back to the Future. Yeah. Scarface. Yeah. And a movie called Juice. Juice. Starring Tupac and Omar Epps. Oh, wow. Omar Epps. Wow. Okay. Oh, then mine sucks. Those are my four. Okay, Maury. What are uh, what are yours? Perks of Being a Wallflower. Thirteen okay. going on thirty. Jennifer Garner? Yeah, I love that movie. I'll watch okay. it every time it's on. Oh my God, I love okay, that sorry. movie so <laughs> much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, fair enough. God, that's the best. Hey, listen, you would, the, 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 these are your movies. These Dude, are your I'm, movies. I'm going through these lists. You would not believe the amount of people, the amount of people that have legally blonde on their list. Yeah, of course. Right? Great like, movie. There's a ton of people. What yeah. else? Chicago. And it's a toss up between Notting Hill and Back to the Future. Pick one. Okay, Notting Hill. Okay. Do you have four, Roz, quickly? I I do, yeah. So my four would be um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, nice. Good Mm -hmm. pick. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, 
Frig, that's a good one. One of the greatest teen sex comedies of all yeah, time. That's a good one. And uh, True Romance. Okay, that's that a great was, list. That's, that's my a great that's list. my list. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Nerds, and True Romance. See, mine, that, that, both of yours make mine look so sad. But I'm telling you, more having 13 on 30 says so much about you. Yeah. I love that <laughs> movie so much. <laughs> Hi there, this is the Ron Zamoga Show. Who's this? Mike. Uh, the four movies that define you or define your life was uh, E.T., mm. uh, Terminator, Red Dawn. And Fast Times at Richmond High. And oh, Fast wow. Times at Richmond. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I may. T- yeah, hold on a second here. I may have to take Revenge of the Nerds off my list and put Fast Times in there because Fast Times was had far more of an impact on me uh, than <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds did. I'm going to say Fast Times. Yeah. Yeah? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm changing so, my list right now, Mike, so just run for down, you. Run down your list again, Roz. <laughs> my list is now Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Your Empire Stri- list. Yeah, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Empire Strikes Back, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and True Romance. Wow. Yeah, okay, hold I, on here. I actually had the luxury of working at a video store when I was a kid, so I watched all those movies, but uh, those are some of the more memorable ones that I remember. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which video store did you work at? Uh, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to uh, Tim and his dad, Everything Video back in the days in Mississauga. <laughs> Every, Everything, Everything Video in Mississauga. I like that, I like that. all right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did they, have that, uh, did they have that section in the video store that had the... Um, the curtain. The curtain that you have to, <laughs> to go through? No. No, there oh, was okay. a section there, but there was no curtain back then. Oh, oh there's, there's no curtain. No. It was just out there yeah. free. Uh, absolutely. Free yeah. for seeing. God, All right. That's so funny. Remember you had to go to a video store to rent your porno? Yeah. Like, just crazy, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're so nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and you always, whenever you went in, as a kid, whenever you went into the store, yeah. you always kept an eye on that section to see who would come out from behind well, the curtain. Being an actin, you would just, you would see your friend's fathers, yeah. right? <laughs> like, that was the weird part. But and how do you cool? go behind that curtain. Well, listen, people, you'd be, you'd be surprised. I worked at a video store here in Toronto up on Eglinton West for years. And um, when somebody would go in, very few people would sneak in. Most people would just walk right in yeah. like they own the joint. Like most people didn't care. But the thing that I always found interesting was when you rented the VHS, every other VHS movie in the entire joint came in a black plastic case. But when you rented adult content, it came in a white plastic case. So, <laughs> so it stood out like a light. It stood out. Like you couldn't just sneak in three returns. Like you would see people, they would have, uh, you know, a black case and then they'll sandwich the white case in the middle or they'd wrap it in like a Now magazine and just sort of leave it there on the yeah. side. Like it was crazy what people would do to hide the returns. But renting it was never a problem. Well, renting, they used to leave it at the bottom of the pile. So if they came up with five, it was a... It was the fifth one on the bottom, and when they returned, they returned in the Dropbox at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Done. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I used to I used to have people come in and ask to put movies on reserve. No! From, from behind the curtain. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, because they'd come in, and, like, somebody else would be watching it. And you'd be like, uh, when's that due back? And I'd be like... And I'd be like, they 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 rented it for two nights, and they'd be like, oh, okay, so uh, can I put a reserve on that for Sunday? <laughs> oh my and I'm God. like, I'm like Sunday, like like man, it's Thursday right yeah. now, and you are planning ahead for Sunday, yeah. like oh yeah yeah, but yeah sure. Hey Mike, it was great chatting with you this morning. Thanks, man. No worries. Have a good one, guys. Yeah. You too, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I guess there's such a thing called Garlic Day. And, garlic. Yeah, and I have this conversation all the time with people because garlic is one of those smells that you either love it or hate it. Some people mm-hmm. like the taste of garlic or garlic as an ingredient. Mm-hmm. But I love, like if I cut garlic 
If I'm working with garlic, mm-hmm. I deliberately do not wash my hands afterwards. Oh, really? Because I love the smell of garlic on my fingers. Oh, no. I love I don't. it. You don't. No. Really? I love garlic. Yeah. And I like using it in food. Yeah. But if I'm cutting the garlic and then got to, you know, mince it or whatever. Yeah. I wash my hands, like scrub it with soap right really? after. Really? Huh? I don't like yeah, any. I don't like any food smell on my fingers whatsoever. No, see oh, to me because to me, garlic doesn't smell. When I smell garlic on my hands, it doesn't smell like a food to me. Like it smells like an herb. Like it's something that's supposed to be there. Like it's something that oh, I really? put on deliberately. Like yeah. I love the smell of my garlic fingers so much that I'll take all my fingers, put the fingertips all together like I'm making a little beak. Like a, like a sock puppet. Like a sock puppet. Thank you. Yeah. And I will put them all underneath my nose and just sit on the couch and smell my fingers. Really? Yeah. See, I smell Weird. Matthew's fingers because he does all the cooking. So after he cooks with garlic, I will sit what and smell do you his do? hands. Just like he sits beside you and you grab his hand and just start sniffing it? Yeah. That's, that's weird. super weird, God, dude. that's weird, man. That's I so love garlic weird. fingers, but I don't cook with it. He does all the cooking. So That's I like, like an his opening scene in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Let me smell your you fingers. know, what I mean? yeah. like whoa, squeezing his knees like you do an avocado. <laughs> Not ready yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you psychopath! <laughs> uh, but they say that only twelve percent of people say it's okay to have garlic breath. What about garlic breath? Do you like That's garlic disgusting. breath? No, definitely no? not. Really? No. Huh? Yeah, doesn't bother me. Really? No, nah, no. Nah. No, bad breath doesn't bother me. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, bad breath really coffee doesn't breath bother is, me. Though, you can't, you, there's no way coffee breath is okay with you. Well, Catherine doesn't drink coffee, so I don't have to experience that. But I'm telling you, like, ba- like there's nothing, like, I, I, none of that stuff bothers me. Really? Smells don't, nothing, like, nothing deters me. Like, if I want to go in for a makeout, yeah. like, if I'm sitting there and I'm really, like, really I jones in a French listen. kiss, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, nothing bothers me. I'm not going to turn down a, a makeout session just because of garlic. Right. You no, know what but I'm saying? Sunday like, morning breath. You got to turn down Sunday morning no, breath. No, Absolutely not. Even that. not. No, I, I, no. Will, I will turn down Sunday morning breath. Are you breath. serious? No. I can't do morning breath. Yeah. Why? What does he do Saturday that Sunday is so bad? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, don't, please don't answer that question. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi there, Kiss 92.5, Ron Zamoka. Hi, my name's Amina. Um, my birthday is actually on April 12th as well, and I was trying to get through that day, and I just wanted to say happy late birthday. To, oh, damn. Oh, to Mocha, that's right, yes. Uh, Amina, happy belated birthday to you too. Thank you, thank you. It was a big one, and I was trying to get through that day, and I just wanted to say happy birthday. And, oh, what, uh, yeah. what do you mean it was a big one? How old are you now? I turned 25. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, well, congratulations. You know, everyone's like halfway to 50. Oh, shut up. Halfway to 50. 25 is a big one. 25 ain't a big one, girl. What did you uh, do to celebrate your 25th birthday? Um, I worked. Yeah. And then I went out for dinner with my boyfriend. And then I went to my cousin's and she made us some brownies. And, like uh, special brownies? Candles. No, not special brownies, but I had some of that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good for you. When? Like on Thursday night or did you wait till the weekend? Oh, no, no. On Thursday night. Hell oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. You're not one of these 25-year-olds that's thinking you're old, are you? My cousin tries to joke, and, you know, she's the one who makes the halfway to 50 jokes. So I'm like, girl, it's halfway okay. You'll see who, when you get there. Who thinks I'm, I'm like that it. halfway to 50? Also, what's wrong with 50? Nothing. She's just being a little uh-huh. kid. Uh-huh. <laughs> how old's your, old your boyfriend? My boyfriend's actually 22. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. There we 
we go. Look at you, Amina, 25-year-old yeah. dating a 22-year-old. Roz, you're 43. Yeah, right. up, Maureen. Everybody knows what it means to right? that. Uh, yeah, age ain't nothing but a number. Uh, how'd you guys meet? Right. Uh, we met at Subway at school when we worked together. Uh, oh, like at like working at Subway or like in the Subway? Yeah, like we were. No, no, no. We were at the Union Station at Brock University. We were yeah. at the oh. Subway. Yeah, like the sandwich artist. You hey, know? I saw something posted the other day, and you can tell me if this is true, that at okay. Subway, that at Subway, it's not on the menu. But if you ask, they will make you a sub with nothing but the cookies in it. What? Um, I don't know about that, but I mean, if you ask, if that's what you want, because you know how you know how you know how everybody right? loves those cookies at Subway, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw a oh. picture of somebody where they were making having their sub made, where it was the sub bun, and then just stacked in the in the bread were just like six cookies all lined up. Get out of here! I really, I really wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah. But the best thing ever, if you ever have the opportunity or know someone that works at Subway, get them to make you a mixture cookie, like a mega cookie with like the different doughs together. It is the best thing Oh ever. no. Is that an off, oh, off menu type secret uh, secret item yes, too? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, really? it is. Well, good, good tip. Good tip. So oh, you yeah. and your boyfriend met working at Subway. Oh, we sure did. And then who, why do you say it like that? Like, did you guys hook up at the actual restaurant? Oh, hell no. Oh my God, no. Well, my, I don't know uh, the way you said that, it. That you sure funny. did. Um, uh, that would have been funny. And who but, asked uh, who out? You asked him out or he asked you? Oh, it was a, it was a long um, two years. Yeah. Of like on and long? off. On and off, on and off. Pause for one second. Actually, What's your name? Pause for one second. Pause for one second. Yeah. Okay, Mina. I, yeah, yeah. Mocha, I will applaud you for that. <laughs> Okay, she completely think, ignored I don't think, you, I don't think no, you heard no, that, no, Amina. No, no. Anyway. Uh, I'm good, I'm good. All right, yeah. girl. Well, listen, happy belated birthday. Thank you. And thank you very much for calling into the Raza Mocha Show. Absolutely. And honestly, guys, I just want to say that I don't know if you know how much of an impact you make on certain people's days. Like, I listen to you guys every single time I'm driving to work, and it's a huge part of my day. And I just want to thank you for what you do every Aww, day. Thank you. How long have you been listening to the Raza Mocha Show? Just for as long as I could drive. Oh wow! Okay. And that's that's been that since I was sixteen. So. And between Ron's and Mocha, who's your favorite? Well, see, it was always a tough battle, but since we share the same birthday, great people are born oh, on April twelfth. So there you I'm go, sorry, Ron. Mm. Right. Enjoy being enjoy being halfway to fifty. <laughs> I, I will. Like you, I sure will. <laughs> Like you, <laughs> Shut up, Maury. All right, thank you. Thanks for calling. No worries. You guys are awesome. You have a great day. All right, bye, hon. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know me and why I don't go to weddings, right? Yeah. I said that as far as friends go, your wedding will be the last wedding that I ever well, attend. What? What? Well, that makes me feel so happy, dude. Yeah, and every now and then I like to throw things out there to deter people from possibly inviting me to their wedding. Like I've said publicly a few times now that I feel the perfect wedding gift is a $15 gift card to Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, so just so you know, if you if any idea that you might invite me to your wedding, you will receive a $15 gift card to right. Foot Locker. Uh, there's a woman in the UK that we're about to talk to yeah. who said that she went broke after attending weddings. 
broke. Yeah, she's 30 years old. Her name is Georgina Childs. She's moving back in with her parents because over the past two years, she went to too many weddings. She says that she spent (gasps) $13,000 going to 20 weddings in four years. Oh my God. Okay, so let's break that down. Uh, $9,250 on weddings, $3,900 on bachelorette parties. She was a bridesmaid in seven out of the 20 ceremonies. Oh man. And she's broke because of it. She said. So now she's got to move back in with her uh, with her parents. You want to talk to her? Hey, Georgina, how's it going? It's Raza Mocha. Hey, hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. thanks. Uh, first things first, I have a wedding I'd like to invite you to. <laughs> oh, not another one. <laughs> are, you, are you going to any more weddings this year? Yes, I have four this year. Oh, my God. Have you not learned your lesson, girl? Is, is this, yeah. is this, uh, no, is this legitimate? Is this legit? Like, this story is completely 100% accurate that you claim that you it went is, broke uh, and now you got to move back in with your parents? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but um, in the UK, the cost of weddings has just kind of spiraled in the last few years. And it tends to be more of like a weekend celebration or a couple of days at least. Um, rather than your just your traditional wedding day, and and obviously going away and staying overnight somewhere and having outfits and everything, it just mounts up. Um, so yeah, that alongside a lot of hen parties, which again we're going abroad, we're going for weekends. It's not just nights anymore. But so, do you know? So all of these people whose weddings you're going to, do you know them? extremely well where you are seeing Uh, them on the regular you hang out with them regularly they're in your close-knit group of friends yeah i would say like 75 percent is is like close-knit friends um some of them have been family as well so uh three of my cousins and my brother also got married so of course i uh, i was kind of obliged to go to those ones (laughs) um and then some yeah are more like extended family friends or perhaps um, you know like a friend of a friend or something. So why not say no to those ones? Yeah well I kind of at the beginning of this year um, so I knew that I was planning to move home to my parents I thought maybe enough is enough so um, I'm starting to turn down the ones where perhaps they're not um, you know like a really close friend. So at some point when the the, the cost starts creeping up so $9,200 on weddings, $3,900 on uh, bachelorette parties you were the bridesmaid in seven of the 20 ceremonies that you've gone to over the years. When you see these numbers start stacking up, why not back out of them sooner before you get to the point of where you have to move into your parents' house? Like, you had to have seen this coming. Yeah, I guess so, but I I think there's there's a bit of a... Um, I would say, like, it's a bit of a social faux pas to turn down an invite. Um, and there is the element that, obviously, for some, some of them, I, of course, want to be there when it's, like, my best friend's you know, I'll go to extreme lengths, whether that's traveling by train or, you know, going abroad to a wedding. I don't really want to miss out on those ones. What kind of gifts are you giving? Um, So sometimes people have gift lists. So if they do, I tend to go for something that's kind of um, under £50. So I guess that's maybe, what, like $70 to you? Yeah. if it's honey, a lot of people nowadays ask for money towards their honeymoon, which sometimes I think is a bit more awkward because they can see the exact amount that you're giving. Um, <laughs> but I, what I, my, my way around that is I tend to just ask friends or if it's family, ask family if they want to sort of chip in and give one lump sum and so that I can kind of keep to the £50 budget or less. It's too much. This is why I don't go to weddings anymore. Hey, Georgina, what, yeah. did, what did your parents say to you 
when you told them the reason that you had to move back home was because you went broke after attending 20 weddings in four years? Uh, well, luckily, they're quite relaxed, so they weren't angry or anything. But um, I think that they just think that it has all got a bit out of hand. And how I would say more than the weddings, that the, the hen parties or the bachelorette parties, as you say, um, that perhaps they're the thing that they think I should be turning down more mm. um, because they they are kind of spiraling a bit out of control and, and it's, it is these whole weekends away and that all mounts up in cost. That's why I don't do weddings. You invite me to your wedding, yeah. you get a $15 gift card to Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd understand completely. <laughs> uh, hey, Georgina Childs, uh, thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show today. Oh, thanks for having me. Right on. All right, take care. Save that money, girl. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this Tristan Thompson story? The one that he cheated on Khloe Kardashian? Well, yes, we know that. Oh, the one that where that Khloe Kardashian uh, forgave him and blames stupid groupies trying to trap my man? <gasps> <laughs> no, not that one. Oh, yeah, she blamed the women. So everyone's hating on Tristan. Yes. They had their baby girl last Thursday. Yeah. And on social media, he's been getting killed in the most hilarious way possible. Oh, really? So his last post on Instagram, he's like pretty regular on Instagram. He'll post like every couple of days. Yeah. But his last one was five days ago. And it was a paid partnership with Neiman Marcus. And he was just posting (laughs) picture of sunglasses, right? Promoting these sunglasses. And like he gave a shout out to like GQ and like the photographer and stuff like that. Right. Sure. Sure. So it started with one person who wanted to roast Tristan Thompson and then continued up until, like, the entire weekend, okay. including up until now, where one person said something negative to Tristan Thompson in a very petty way where, and I can't find it because there's, like, literally, there's, Thousands. like, 240,000, <laughs> 386 <laughs> likes with, like, thousands and thousands of comments. <laughs> so but it started with, I hope you. Right. And then something, like, extremely petty. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to read to you some that I found here. For example, I hope that you're never able to find the matching sock in your laundry basket. (laughs) I hope every time you take a shower, there's low water pressure and it's freezing cold. (laughs) I hope you hit your little toe on something at least once a week. I hope the storage setting notice keeps popping up on your phone anytime you press a button. <laughs> so like, just like real petty stuff, like real dumb stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, if you look at all the pictures on his Instagram, people oh, are loading up the comments. I hope Lady Gaga wears your skinned body to the Oscars. I hope the zipper <laughs> on your jacket gets stuck. I hope you pour salt in your coffee instead of sugar. I hope you step on a wet floor with your socks on. <laughs> I hope you get a splinter every day. I hope every time you go to eat a chocolate chip cookie, it turns out to be a raisin. I hope the next time you order something online, pay more for express shipping, but you end up not being home to receive it. So then it's driven all the way back to the post office depot and you have to find time to go and collect it. I hope Wi-Fi completely stops working for you. You have to go back to AOL dial-up and that your mom always makes a phone call right before <laughs> you finally connect. Oh, man. Some of these things. These, these things there's like, thousands of these. Right? I hope Nationwide is never on your side. 
Listen, if you want to have an entertaining afternoon, oh, like you want to forget about the crappy weather outside, just go search for Tristan Thompson on Instagram and look at any of his posts, especially the latest one where he's there with the sunglasses. And the I hope train right now is unbelievable. Unbelievable, dude. <laughs> I hope your phone charger only works when you hold it a certain position. <laughs> Yo, people don't struggle with that. Struggle with that is real. <laughs> oh my god! Here, can I just end with this one? Yes. Okay. I hope you develop a speech impediment, so from now on, every time you introduce yourself, you'll have to say twisting. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ros and Mocha Show podcast. So the question was asked to people: At what year do you start becoming an old person? And some of the things that they listed are. Uh, when you start saying sentences that begin with back in my day or uh, number nine on the list is not lifting heavy things because you're worried about your back. Oh, no. Uh, getting hairier eyebrows, more nose hair and more ear hair. Uh, misplacing your keys and glasses all the time. Not knowing popular music. Groaning when you bend down. Mm-hmm. Talking a lot about your joints. This Can is I you. Tell you every- uh, no, if anybody in this room this listens about is you, damn it, Maury. I thought he was describing himself. Feeling stiff, losing yeah. hair, and forgetting people's names. <laughs> okay, wow. that's, that's actually kind of Stop. a combination of the two of y'all. Okay. Uh, so at what year? If these your are, age. If these are all the things that uh, when they polled people, yeah. they said, at what year do you become an old person where you start doing these things? What is that age where the majority of people said that this is the year that you start becoming an old person? Forty. Uh, 40- Six. 46. Maury, 46? What, what do you say, Maury? Uh, 43. Uh, Roz, by the way, you're 43. Thank you, Maury, for reminding <laughs> me always. Jagged. Is it 46? No, it's actually 41. Oh, so you're already over it. They, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, bruh. Sorry. Okay. Why and they you, say that you have fully so make mean. the transition to old person by 57. The transition from old person. That is a long transition. Yes, the from, transition. Hold on, from 41 to 57? Yeah, the transition into old person starts at 41 and you finish the transition. The metamorphosis finishes at 57. That's 16 years. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say nine years. Yeah. Why were you going to say nine? I did the math in my head and it came to nine. You did it wrong. <laughs> Holy cow. Are you serious? 41? Yeah, 41. So you're in your transition. I mean, yes, I'm worried. I'm transitioning. <laughs> Let's me wheeze. And I'm the one that gets accused of being old. Listen to that wheeze. Why can't you just have like an adult conversation for once? Yeah. How can I have an adult conversation for once when it's super funny? Yeah. Bend down right now and, and try to take your shoe off and listen to the noise that you make when you do this. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yeah. You watch. Yeah. Okay. 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 First of all, the first thing Maury did was, was I, his pants yeah, up. like a dad. Maury stood up and pulled his pants up like a dad, and I'm the old one. Right? And I'm the old one. Yeah. Okay. okay. We can do this. I've been yeah. standing forever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, impossible. Let's, okay. Yeah. Or has a hard time breathing. A hard time breathing. Yeah. Who's transitioning now? Yeah. Who's transitioning? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So it looks like that mayo ketchup hybrid from Heinz is coming to America. What? They sell it in the Middle East. And this was a huge debate on. It's mayonnaise and ketchup in the same bottle. In the same bottle. So when you squeeze, you get an evenly distributed amount of both. So hold on here. Explain this to me. Is it mayonnaise like on one side where they split the inside of the bottle or is it mixed? It's mixed. Oh, okay. It's like pert plus. So it's pink. 
Yeah. It's a two-in-one. A two-in-one. Like is peanut butter really and pink? jam. What's that? Is it pink? Yeah. Yeah, it would That's be, gross. right? That's nasty. No, thanks. So you don't want that? No. I'd rather do, I'd rather do the mixture myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then this becomes the perfect mixture. No. Uh, but that's only if you feel that ketchup and mayo go perfectly well together. They do on yeah. ketchup? Or sorry, they do in hot dogs? They do in hamburgers? No. Who puts all the time. First of all, let me, hold on. Neither ketchup or mayo belong on a hot dog. Let's just I, get that out of there right When they away. took mayonnaise away from the street meat vendors in the city, Oof. I got very upset until they brought it back. Yeah, okay. Wait, no. who got upset? I did. No. Oh. No. Now they Wait, keep, who took it away? The city, because you can't have a dairy product sitting out with the other the, condiments. Because there's egg in... in uh, so now they put it in the, the I grow cooler. I am an adult. If I want mayonnaise, don't let the city... in the sun? Yeah, don't let <laughs> yeah. the city dictate my mayonnaise intake. Yeah, I know. Put it in put it, like, Just take <laughs> it in a bucket government. of ice, Always right? Damn with me. Come yeah, on. Just leave me alone. No, because it took one person to, to complain cool. that it was, you know, it went oh, bad. Okay, but just, let's, let's... Can we just not... Because I'm going to lose my mind here. Let's just leave hot dogs off out of this conversation. Sure. Okay, because then I'm just going to go off on how neither ketchup or mayo should be on a hot now dog. Now I want a hot dog. Okay. okay what about mac and cheese? Also, ketchup is for peasants. I've said this many times. And children. Uh, um, so what it is, so Heinz has in the Middle East a bottle of mayo chup. <laughs> That's what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Well, because they took a vote. Um, and they just call it Cacheo. <laughs> Cacheo, thank you. Right. Trademark, by the way. Thank Rosamoco, you. They, so they sell this hybrid in the Middle East, uh, and they've never sold it over here in North America. And even though they already have ketchup mayo sauces, like fry sauce and Thousand Island dressing, I guess, uh, <laughs> yeah. Heinz says that they got the votes, and after five days, over 500,000 people voted that they want it. So the sauce is coming to America. There's no word on yet it, uh, when exactly it will hit stores. Mm. So Thousand Island dressing is this anyway? I guess that Thousand Island dressing isn't it not ketchup, mayo, and relish all mixed I think up? So, yeah. I had no idea like until now. It's so thick, right? It's all I know is that it's so thick. I can't. Thick. I can't. It's There's so thick. No way, I can't have that dude, dressing. Uh, dude, I had uh, I when I was a kid. I, I remember one of my most decadent afternoons was I had a can of Tahiti treat, and oh, okay, so okay, and then I took a piece of white bread put cheese whiz on it, yeah. put strips of carrots in that, rolled it up into almost like a, a party sandwich, like a bun. Yeah. Right. And then dipped it in Catalina dressing. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a king. Oh. Tell me you didn't have a bellyache after that. Though. Oh man. <laughs> right. You know, everything, everything Ma, hurt. I gotta go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm sick real bad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The Toronto schools never close. No, no. Of course not. Growing up, when I was in Acton, top of the food chain, by the way, uh, when I was in Acton, mm. what would, m your day would be ruined, and this happened, like, this was your life for months out of the year, is that you would wake up in the morning and turn on the television, and most likely, it would be like breakfast television, and you would see, because they do, would do a lot of outside stuff, so you would see, like, the weather guy at the time, who was standing on the street doing the weather and there would be no snow in Toronto. Mm -hmm. But yet I would have like four feet that I would have to get through to go to school that day. Yeah. So you would just grow up in Halton seeing the lack of snow in Toronto and it would drive you crazy. You would be so jealous because it's not that far. Yeah. You're like 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away and you're in Hoth and they're living it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just terrible. And so they're just lounging on Tatooine. And they're just lounging on Tatooine. <laughs> Oh, Star Wars jokes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it sucked. But yeah, that's uh, like, oh God. I mean, not that there was anything. Did your else mom though. ever remind you that she, no matter what, whether there was snow, sleet, or whatever, she always went to school uphill both ways with her yeah. books, you know, tied together with string. Yeah, I mean, I yes, hundred percent. I used to, I used to get that, but it was never really the the deciding factor. Yeah, because it just, I understood snow. I I wanted to go to school because that's where the girls were. Right. I want to sit at home all day. I wanted to go, but I also wanted to just move to Toronto. Yeah. And I remember the first city that I ever went to was Hamilton. And I thought Hamilton was the greatest place in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I, for about a year, because <laughs> Hamilton was the first city I ever went to. And so for like a good solid year, I own my all my dreams were to just move to Hamilton. And then, yeah. and then later that summer, I went to Toronto and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bypass Hamilton, please. By, by, bypass that. But I thought Hamilton was the greatest place in the world because you grow up and you only know what you know. Yeah. You know, like I said, if you if we wanted to go to McDonald's growing up, you would plan a run to McDonald's on like a Tuesday that you were going to go on Saturday. What was the nearest one? Georgetown, Georgetown right? was the, the closest McDonald's. And then, of course, you had How to go. How far is Georgetown from Acton? I was like 20 minutes, maybe. Oh, wow. Something like that. 15, 20 minutes. But All then, that for a Big Mac, Yeah, huh? and then you also might get your ass whooped when you're going to Georgetown. Because at the time, Georgetown and Acton people didn't, they didn't, if, if you. But were you wearing anything that would like make you stand out as being from Acton? They knew. They just knew. Oh, they knew. It was yeah. the haircut, right? Yeah, we were a little dirtier. Oh, okay. They could tell. And then word, word would get out, and then all of a sudden you'd be eating your McDonald's in the parking lot, and other cars would just start showing yeah, up. Like, like, it got, it got ugly. Like, you, what might, do you, you guys are far away from acting, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. What that's are you doing ex- here? I'm telling you, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah? Yeah, you may have to go, if you want nuggets, but you may also have to rumble. Right? Like, <laughs> that was the sort of, that was the payoff yeah. if you wanted to go to McDonald's, right? Wow. And so I just wanted to get out of there, buddy. I thought Hamilton was well, I would greatest. never be able to enjoy my McDonald's if I knew that there was a chance I was going to get into a fight. Later. Oh, you couldn't do it. There was always a chance that you were going to get into a fight growing up in Acton. There was always a chance. You could no, do no, anything. From Acton going into Georgetown? Yeah. I feel like, is yeah, it even you, worth you it? You were tall and had long hair. Who wants to beat up that? Well, no, everybody. But the problem was, is that I, I was 6'1 when I was in like grade eight. So I wasn't yet a man. But the problem is, is that the people that would try and beat you up were all men. Right. Right. I didn't have that kind of strength. So you just wind up getting tossed around. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not cool. Right. Yeah. And I was real pretty and I had. You were. Tight Janes and like I was not built for fighting, right? But you still had to. You want them nuggets? You got to rumble. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. So Beyonce got caught up in the Streisand effect, is what it's called. Um, oh, after really? her Super Bowl appearance in 2013, I didn't know it was. It had a name. Yeah, and I'll explain that in a second. So Beyonce Coachella over the weekend. She and her people, her publicists, wrote major news outlets and asked them to not post any unflattering fan photos Mm. and to only publish photos that were Beyonce approved. This is news outlets. Okay. Because in 2013, what happened was BuzzFeed did a story where they only posted unflattering photos of Beyonce from the Super Bowl. Yeah. And... They were funny. Remember those ones where she was just like, rawr, like looking yeah. all crazy. Well, like she was weightlifting and stuff. Weightlifting. And then so what happened was is that Beyonce's people called BuzzFeed and said, hey, pull those down. Yeah. And then BuzzFeed said no. But then the story got out that she asked them to pull them down. And then next thing you know, Huffington Post, all these newspapers around the world and Reddit are then doing Photoshop battles with those pictures yeah. on the thing. So the Streisand effect is when you want something that is sort of innocuous to go away you try and kill something but by killing trying to kill it you only make it larger 
And so what happened with Barbara Streisand was years ago, Barbara Streisand sued a photographer. Um, her house in California is on the coast. Uh-huh. And she shoot, sued a photographer for publishing a picture on his website of, it was an aerial shot of her house. He was not a paparazzi. What he did is he worked for like the uh, the the California Coastal Sciences Research Department. Okay, huge nerd. And they document photos of the California coastline to study erosion. Sure. Okay. So Barbara Streisand found out that they had this picture on their website, and so she sued him. And because that story got out, millions of people wound up looking at this picture. And she lost the lawsuit and had to pay him $155,000. Oh, no. But here's where it gets interesting, is that when she sued him, this is why it's called the Streisand effect. When she sued him to say, take that picture of my house down off your website, that photo had all of six views, and two of which were from Barbara Streisand's lawyer. Oh, no. So when she decided to sue to get the picture taken off the website, nobody had actually ever seen this picture. Oh, no. And then so she launched a lawsuit, and then the picture went everywhere around and the world. It, because everyone wanted to know. Because what's everyone the big deal? wanted to know what the big deal with this picture was. Oh, no. And she wound up losing the website. So that's where the Streisand effect comes from. I didn't know that. Yeah. So sometimes you're best to just like let people do their thing. Yeah. Don't make a big deal. Yeah. So it had six views, and then she sued, and then it became if you search Barbara Streisand House, this is the picture that comes up. And really? it's millions and millions and millions and millions of views. And he owns the picture, and she lost the lawsuit. But like, it had it had six views when she when she sued the guy. I'm looking at all the pictures from Beychella. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. Like on our website, kiss925.com, yeah. and these are like fan pictures too. And so far, I don't see anything that's like not flattering. Like no, she looks uh, like a boss, a straight yeah, up queen. Yeah, my favorite tweet from uh, from somebody who was watching Beyonce at uh, Beychella was. I've seen God, and she is thick. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. This is a fascinating study. It's a very hard one to conduct, too, because the people who are, I guess, taking this survey would, like, under a blanket in the closet, with all the lights off, making sure nobody's home. Because the question, the, the question oh. was this. There's a whole bunch of questions, but the one that stands out to me is, uh, do you look forward to your boss's vacation more than your own vacation? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One in four people look forward to their boss's vacation more than their own just so their boss isn't in the office anymore. It's just the mood in the in the the area changes. You're still working hard, yeah. but it just you kind of calm down a bit. Uh so they had said um if you did your boss's job, would you do that job better than they do? And a third of employees said that they would do their boss's job better than they do. Of course they said that. Because every single employee, no matter where you work, you always think that you can do that job better. Because you're always going to have some sort of disagreement with decisions that are made. Yeah, but can you stand up in front of uh, the entire group of employees and be able to speak as well as they do? You may be able to do the job well, but there's lots of things that you also have to do. Yeah, so here are the number one complaints that people have about their bosses. Okay. Mood swings. Yeah. Who are you considering your bosses? Me and Mocha or somebody else that works here? Adam. Oh, okay. Uh, mood swings. They don't like that. Uh, they say one thing and then do another. Mm-mm-mm. 
this is the, my Matthew. Your husband could have written this list about you, Maureen. <laughs> I'm going to change this. This is no longer about bosses. This is the, the top 10 complaints that Maury's husband has against Maury. You tell me if any of these are wrong, okay? Oh, no. Okay, mood swings. Ding. Okay. <laughs> they say one thing and do another. Ding. They never say thank you. Ding. They set a bad example. Ding. They're patronizing. What does that mean? <laughs> They're just in, say ding. Just ding. say ding. <laughs> they're, they're, they're incompetent. Ding. They don't understand what their employees do, meaning you don't understand what Matthew does. Ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. They set their own rules. Ding. They're inconsistent. Ding. They don't communicate well. Ding. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> so change the title. The title again is what? The title again is the top 10 things that, uh, the top 10 complaints that Maury's husband has, uh, has about Maury. <laughs> ding. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Rox and I went out yesterday because we both had very important business to do. I had to go to the LCBO, uh-huh. and she um, – it was she, her, the day for her – she looked at the calendar and realized that her library books had to go back yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm sure so, they, they would have given her a pass. Y- yeah, especially because we got there walking, and the library was closed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Did they not have a book return? Responsible kid, yeah, So, yeah, she put in the book return, but she's just – she's so like, today's the day that the library books have to go oh. back. And then so we walked up and Good it's kid. like five blocks or whatever it is, three blocks. And then, uh, yeah. And then so she brought her book back, but I had to go to the LCBO desperately. Yeah. I was was like, it empty? It was empty, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Can you bring yeah. kids in there? In the LCBO? Yeah, yeah but it's you weird. Could. You just can't, if like, if your hands are full, you're not allowed to hand a kid a bottle of wine yeah, and say, like, hang on to this. this, which is weird to me. That you can't? Yeah. But that's what they got carts for. I know, but let's say I just I'm just in there and there's no cards or whatever. It's a huge pain I, in the ass. Well, you're only getting three bottles. Yeah, and also I refuse to use those little tiny carts that look like a baby buggy stroller. Why? Because I don't know. They're for children. The little green ones? No, 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 no. The, the green oh, ones the, fine. Oh, they're the mini, the, the, the mini, mini carts. Yeah, it's like the mini grocery <laughs> cart. You know the it's, problem with those? Yeah, is that if you're uh, if you're loading up? Yeah. Because the cart is so small. Yeah. It really makes it look like you have a lot of bottles. It does. Yes. Thank right? you. And you can have four bottles in there. Yeah, and the carts not big enough to drop a case of cider in no not at all right so you have it's to end a little up, bit off you end up walking holding that case anyway yeah yeah no i'll never uh i'll never forget that um when geez when you're with because catherine doesn't drink that much right uh-huh. so and, and i you know me i love cider yeah and uh i've called ahead before to find out if the store the lcbo will have enough cider if i'm going away for the weekend if i'm going to the cottage or whatever like this and so I called one time, I called the LCBO in uh, Liberty Village mm-hmm. and they're great in there. And I called and I was just like, hey, do you guys, I just want to make sure I'm going to come in. I need to, to see if you guys have like a packed case of 24 uh, brickwork cider because I don't want loose cans. It's mm-hmm. too heavy. Like, give me one that you still have in the back. And they're like, ah, if we don't have one, then, you know, I'm sure we can wrap one up. I didn't give my name, nothing, yeah. but I guess they have call display. And so oh. I go into the store and I'm about to ask the person uh, if I can get somebody to wrap up 24 cans of cider for me. And then I look over on the counter and there's one there. So they took a case and then did that thing where they put another case over top of it, taped it all together and wrote my name on it. Right. Which to me, to me, I'm like, Oh my God, this is incredible. What customer service? service. Yeah. And then 
the whole time I'm paying for it, I'm like, because Catherine was out in the car. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get this into the car and she's going to think that I'm the biggest alcoholic ever. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Where to me, it was the greatest day ever until I walked outside of the LCBO. And then I had to turn it around where they Sharpie wrote my name on the side of it so she wouldn't wouldn't see it. And I got in the car. She's like, man, that was fast. (laughs) (laughs) I got skills, baby. I got skills. There's nobody in there. (laughs) Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Meghan Markle, if she doesn't have the biggest family, I don't know who does. Because every day there's a new family member who's like coming out to talk about her. You sure she's not Guyanese? Guyanese people got like (laughs) thousands in family. So let me read you this. Or Italian. Because just the whole debate of like who you and who you do not invite to your wedding is just so personified by this because everybody on her side of the family's pissed because they haven't got a a wedding invite yet. But they just keep talking about her. So listen to this. So Meghan Markle's brother... Uh, his name is Thomas Markle Jr. He's 51. Uh-huh. I, guess maybe he going? I guess maybe we're a half-brother. So he claims that Meghan Markle has forgotten her roots by refusing to invite close relatives as she gets ready to uh, marry Prince Harry. So he tells the Daily Mail that Meghan is, quote, falsely trying to portray herself as the new Princess Diana. He goes on to say, she's clearly forgotten her roots. It's torn my entire family apart. Meg likes to portray herself as a humanitarian, a people's person, and a charitable person. But she is none of those things to her own family. Wow. She's giving the greatest performance of her life. She is acting phony. I've read that Meg wants to be like Diana. Diana was worshipped by everyone in the world. She was loved for the right reasons. That's what Meg wants, but I don't think it's going to happen. She's not genuine like Diana. Then the interviewer goes on to ask uh, Thomas Markle Jr. if he's received an invite to the wedding yet. And he says no, but quote, I do expect one and I'm looking forward to going. I don't see why not. It is what it is. I'm family. (laughs) Well, I mean... I wouldn't be waiting for Canada Post to deliver that letter anytime soon. Are you soon. kidding? How do you, you do an interview and say this stuff and then say, yeah, but you know what? I am family, so I do expect to get an invite because family's family. Nah. All those Oof. family members who are pissed off at Meghan Markle yeah. for not getting the invite yeah. don't expect to see Meghan Markle like in front of you. Right. Unless it's in a magazine on the internet or on television. Yeah. Like for the rest of her life. Yeah. Rest of your life. You are never seeing Meghan Markle ever again. She no. belongs to the monarchy now. No. You're That's never, it. You're, never you're done. See, you're never going to see like, her again. And also, I think that Thomas was like arrested for like drunk fighting a few of his friends. And like, it's just. Come on. <laughs> but I, I, every day there's a new person yeah. from her extended Sing family. You're, she, who is coming out to just say all this stuff. Yeah. The way for all of Meghan Markle's family right now. Yeah. You are now just like us, like Roz and I, like everybody else. No, I would say less. I would say less. No, like collective. Yeah. Like we're and watching this from the outside. Like don't expect to send an invite for like a big family reunion and mm. Meghan Markle's going to show up. Or don't no. say, hey, this year we're going to do, uh, we're going to do Christmas at our place, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
Listen, we got to do it on the 23rd because grandma's got to be on this thing on the 24th. Right. Yeah, that's, you're like, not having those conversations. Don't expect. Don't yeah. like, can somebody reach out no, to Megan and no, no. see if she's free no, 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 no. on the 23rd? Maybe her and Harry can yeah. pop by for like an hour. Yeah. Thomas Markle Jr. is not going to have a conversation with Meghan Markle that goes, God, one year, can we just all just go on vacation and just not buy anybody gifts? Yeah. Can we just all do that as a family? Yeah. They're not having that conversation. No, not Let- at all. <laughs> not at all. You're not texting Megan yeah. being like, hey, we're thinking family cruise. Yeah. Starting Boxing Day. She's giving the greatest performance of her life. She's acting Man, y'all phony. Are nuts. I've read that Meg wants to be like Diana. Diana was worshipped by everyone in the world. She was loved for the right reasons. That's what Meg wants, and I don't think it's going to happen. She's not genuine like Diana. Yeah, that'll get you invited but to hey, the Tom, wedding. But hey, Tom, you getting the invite to the wedding? <laughs> he goes, yeah. No, I do expect to get one, though. Looking forward to going. I don't see why not. I mean, it is what it is. I am family. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a loving brother. <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. Man, a lot of people love this part of the podcast. It's Ask Roz and Mocha. Mm -hmm. This is uh, once a week at Kiss925 on Instagram. You'll see a picture that says Ask Roz and Mocha. And we just get a ton of questions. You just literally ask us anything. And uh, we'll answer it on the podcast. And we also get people on the phone to ask their question to us directly. I like this. Um, uh, who's joining us today? Uh, this is Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Razamoka podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. What is your question? So, if your spouse gave you a free pass to cheat with your biggest celebrity crush while they were in town, would you do it? Yes. Come on. Wow. Maury, like, without a doubt, said yes, without even skipping a beat. Okay, now, when you say, before we start getting into the to the logistics of this, now, when you say a free pass, does that mean that your partner will know it happened? Yes, but there's no repercussions. So, so everything will go back theory. to normal. There won't be any grudges, nothing. Okay, so your partner will know. So you have to, in order for this to happen, you have to inform your partner that you had the affair or mm-hmm. that you used your hall pass. You can't yes. just anonymously go and do this and carry on like nothing happened. Exactly. Right, so it has to be a celebrity that does not live in the city, right? Like it can't be a celeb that already lives here? Well, no, no. It's just your, it's, it's, that it could be either or. It could be either or. It's up to you who your number one is. Yeah. Well, because Matthews is Sean Desmond and he lives like, what, a block away? Right. <laughs> so your answer to the question is yes, more. You would 100%. If you were given, oh my God, yes. If you were given free wow. reign to step out on your husband, and with zero repercussions. Now, can I ask another question before we answer? Sure. Okay. Would Would you have to go home and explain to your partner in detail about what happened? No, you don't have to. Oh. And there needs to be rules. No kissing. No. 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 Let's not stop changing the scenario. Stop changing the scenario. Oh, I just assumed that cheating is always no kissing. No. Okay. Because that to you is that because that's not cheating if there's no kissing. Wow. You know what? I don't don't even answer that. What are you an early '90s call girl? Oh, it's Pretty Woman one too many times. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Huge. <laughs> okay, so so uh, the answer to the question of if you uh, were given a hall pass by your significant other and uh, your celebrity crush showed up in town and you had access to having the affair, would you have the affair with no repercussions? Maury's answer is 100% yes. Well, I'm not going to turn down Zac Efron. Uh, my answer is 100% no. Same. Zero. I would never, ever, no. ever, ever. And I'll tell you why. It's because I would have the guilt because I just love my wife and my family so much that I mm. would I would feel guilty even still for the rest of my life knowing that yeah. I stepped out on mm. our ma- marriage even if she said it was okay I wouldn't be okay with it 
Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you the problem with this would be Well, now be, you're making me feel bad. Cuz the problem with <laughs> this, okay, would it's not so much, you know, me wanting to use the hall pass or stepping out or maybe I need to deal with something that I got to deal with whatever it is. It's once you start going going down this road, it's at some point going to have to be reciprocated. And mm-hmm. there is no way I could ever ever handle if Catherine went and had the hall pass affair with her favorite person. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I would, I would die. I would die every single day. I would just die. Also her favorite person is me. Right. So we know that it would be (laughs) Mocha that Catherine had the affair with. And so, and so that ruins, that ruins everything. Like it ruins all levels of my life at that point, uh, get, uh, get ruined. But, uh, but there you go. Thanks so much for the call, Chrissy. Thank you so much. All right. Um, if you had the opposite sex child than you currently have, what would their names be? Oh, did you have a girl name for Cruz? Because um, Mocha has a little boy who is almost a year now. Yeah. I, you know what? Did I you have a girl name I or no? I think we did. Yeah. But I can't remember. Uh, if we had a girl, uh, <laughs> Lita after the wrestler Lita. Oh, wow. Uh, Trish after the wrestler Trish. Fair enough. Trish Stratus. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie. Yeah. I would say Stephanie would be the female version of Steve for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. <laughs> former WWE wrestler. So d- when your wife, Jenna, was she fine with all these these names? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, cool. Hey, man, this is a podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. <laughs> How about you? Because you have a, a, yeah, a little girl. Yeah, we did. Well, and uh, we had talked about this, and um, Roxy is uh, the name of uh, our kid, and if she was a boy, we were going to call him Rocket. What? That's sick. Wait, somebody yeah. else has an email. And then, and then it, and then, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying I had this conversation with the singer Lights. I'm not saying I didn't have this conversation with the singer Lights. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lights. She had a kid and named her boy Rocket. Rocket. And after, right. way after I had said this multiple uh-huh. times publicly, uh-huh. I love Lights. She's wonderful, but I think she stole my baby name. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but cause I'm, cause I'm a huge fan of Rocky and everything else. So I think we might've just started calling the kid Rocky. I'm not hundred percent sure, yeah. but if that's the case, I just would have named the kid Rocky. Uh, so I don't know. It was either going to be rocket or Rocky. Nice. Yeah. yeah. If um, I was a girl, it would have been Hilda. Did your parents tell you that? Yeah. That's I would have been Hildy or Hilda. Hilda. <laughs> Oof. Jeez. Damn it. Hilda. <laughs> Damn it. Hilda. <laughs> Um, next question. Jeez, Ask Razamoka. This is a question submitted to our Instagram at kiss925. Aaron Spanton says, if you were arrested mm-hmm. with no explanation to your family and friends, what would they assume you had done? Roz, go. Jeez. I don't even know. Cause I'm, I'm not a violent guy in, by nature. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fighting. It certainly wouldn't be like drugs. I don't, I've only been driving for a year, so it wouldn't be like speeding or street racing. Um, I, I don't know. I think that it would be, I would be get, I would get caught up in some sort of multi leveled scheme to try and make money. Like it would be a money crime. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not going to yeah. be fighting. It sure. would be. It, I would. I would have invested in something or got involved with somebody who I trusted, and it turned out that they had just been BSing me for years. And it would be. So, I would get swept up in that. Right. Is what would happen. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I think 
Stealing, maybe? See, because I asked you this question years ago, and you said 100% fighting. Oh, yeah, fighting, too. Yeah, oh. that, that as well, yeah. Sorry, number one would be fighting. Uh, yeah. And number two, I think, would be stealing. Right, Maury? Tax evasion. Tax evasion. No, you don't, go to, you don't get arrested for that in this country. Oh, cool. Yeah, so what would the, so keep, what would the so crime be? Keep doing be? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what else do we have on here? From your own point of view, this is from Christy. Christy Mooch. Okay. Uh, from your own point of view, what makes you special? Maury, go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> go. Uh, um, I'm innocent. Like, I'm just like an innocent guy. I think that makes me special, right? Like, I'm cute and innocent. Innocent? Define innocent? De- define innocent. Like, to like you, when you what look does at innocent someone, mean? Like, I don't mean innocent as in you committed a crime, you're in no, front no, of a no, judge. No, no, I just no. mean innocent. Like, you're very innocent. Uh, you come across innocent, like you're, you're non-threatening. But is that what makes you special? Is that you feel that you, that that's what makes you special? Um, well, I'm having a hard time coming up with other things. Like, okay. um, I'm a good listener. No, you're not. Okay. You're actually one of the worst listeners I've ever met in my entire life. Okay. So not that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I wouldn't say you're particularly kind. Well, I wouldn't say you're particularly giving particularly. Well, okay. I'm a good cuddler. Mocha's cuddled more before. Is he a good cuddler? Mm. Nah. I would say you're a hard worker. Okay. I would also say one of the things that makes you special is you may be one of the most self-interested people I've ever met in my life. Yes. Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm very interested in uh, Damn it, Maury. Uh, I don't know what would make me special, to be honest with you. Um, I can answer that for you. Which is what? You're incredibly smart. No, I don't, I don't need you to answer it. No, I, th- I think that my... Um, I, think what, I think that what I do better than most people I know is time management. I managed to put a lot of things into very few hours and accomplish the vast majority of them. I would say that that's what makes me special. Also, super gorgeous. Oh, I would, man. I'm tall, narrow hips, you know, good I legs. Was, I was hold on, Mocha, just going to say. Mocha, hold on. Keep describing yourself. <laughs> I was just going to say. I like, never got acne, not even once when I was a went kid. Went that sentence without being yeah. the egotistical oh, maniac. Still have all my hair. Look dynamite in a pair of Janes. You have cold hands. I have cold hands. (laughs) (laughs) And cold hand Luke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm dead from the wrist down. (laughs) That's why why touching Maury never bothers me. (laughs) Okay, that is next level wheeze. You sounded like the predator alien just now. <laughs> Holy cow! And on that note, that comes to we didn't get to uh, you. What makes you special? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I I would like to think of myself as uh, as being kind and considerate. And you remember right. everyone's birthday, and I remember everybody's and birthday. everybody's name and everything about anybody because Mocha yeah. has the biggest heart of anybody I've ever met in my life. Maury, your birthday we just celebrated back in January. Yeah. Not true. Uh, <laughs> cannot wait to uh, to celebrate again. Uh, that is it. So uh, every week there again we on Instagram at Kiss Nine Two Five, we'll post a picture that says "Ask Roz and Mocha." Ask away, and you could be a part of the podcast as well. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.